welcome to the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. My name is Emily Soderback. Travis Vote, Matt Lynch, hi. That and was a very professional introduction right Thank there. Thank you so much. Hashtag profesh. Hashtag professional. And I only pointed Woman out. Boss. Because, Woman uh, boss. Woman boss, Because right. as we were talking about before we started recording, Emily has been out there getting it done all week. Just getting it done. And if by getting it done, it means going to several different social events and drinking alcohol. I do. That's exactly <laughs> what getting it I don't know what the hell else it would be. <laughs> I'm ready to sleep. Yeah, that so that good. is what I'll be doing after this podcast. But you can, but she's given it a hundred percent, and that's One, what I like to see. One hundred and one, girl baby. boss. Was that one hundred one percent? I mean, for what? At my you know what I, right you know what I say to that? So much. What? Go for her. Go for her. Go for, Go for me. Oh yes. She works hard for her money. I do uh-huh. <laughs> so for the money that I spend. Treat her right. Yes. Did I tell you that I did an AMA, one of my AMAs yesterday, and somebody asked oh, yeah, what was the source of who had sex with Ray Liotta's wife by Ray Liotta? <laughs> did I you have that. an answer for that? I was just like, go back and listen to the episode with the movie Unforgettable, <laughs> which is what, because I'm not going to explain it on the Dude, show either. You answering these questions are always like, yeah, I answered that like three weeks ago. <laughs> that does keep happening. People ask me the same ones over and over. My favorites are when they ask me ones that are like, this director or that director, and I just go, Yes. Oh God! People hate it. <laughs> they, they, people get last mad. time somebody got mad. Somebody went. Somebody went. If you just say flippantly, don't yes, do that. I will come find you. And I wrote, "Come find me." <laughs> <laughs> somebody took hostages last time you did that. It's fine. They had it coming. The hostages yeah, had it coming. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. They bought into. their tickets. <laughs> okay. I say, shit. let them crash. I'm gonna try to do another one of those soon. No one ever asks me anything good. I get some weird ones. Yeah, you get real weird ones. Or then people will ask me, is Matt single? That did happen one time. Fuck? Don't ask me. Don't ask me. There's got to be, be ways to find this out. I'm pretty sure if you looked at Matt's Twitter for five minutes, you'll find the answer to that question yeah. right yeah. there. Is Matt single? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Use a little deductive reasoning Seriously. for fuck's sake. A deductive reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh, Sherlock. Hashtag Sherlock. Hashtag Sherlock. Did you see that clip? Which from, clip? There was a clip circulating on Twitter. I say this so much on this show. There's a clip circulating on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Have you been on the let's internet? Let's talk about a fucking thing I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but but this is like the it was the most frantically dated that I've ever seen anything become. I think is that someone reposted this scene from the TV show Sherlock mm-hmm. with a uh, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Mm-hmm. You seen this? It you was heard a of this? popular show. And I remember the show. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like ten years ago. At the at the most. At the most. All I remember the box, the DVD boxes of it. Yeah. Because you didn't watch rent it? it. No. Oh, it was. Huge. Was that? It was huge, but it was only good for like the first couple two episodes, se- first and then two like, it just sucked. Completely went that. off the cliff. But this, but the literally the clip was uh, maybe, but the clip was from one of those good seasons, and it was this scene where Sherlock Holmes was essentially like downloading information from his own brain, mm-hmm. and then like swiping through it. Wait, like what was he? Sci- wait, 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 wait. Was he a sci-fi Sherlock? No, 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 no. no, no this no, was no, like no. a visualization. He had like of a how- mind palace. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like in his head, he would like go into his mind palace where it was like this giant, you know, resources like r- library and all this stuff. Uh, okay. But this is the one. I think this was the only time on the show they did it this way. Mm-hmm. And it was like it, you're seeing like what he's seeing from inside his yeah. brain. But it's like Tom Cruise doing the shit in Minority Report with that like screen. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think and so. uh, but it would be like he's cycling through like his mental knowledge of everything, and he was looking <laughs> up the word hound. And it was oh. like, you see a clip of Elvis going, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. And he's oh like, God. flicks that away. And then, <laughs> Dude, my mind palace. Why was palace, this on Twitter? Wait, can I mean, we think about just, our mind palaces like, right now? Because I feel like 
Each my one. mind palace is closed. It's still on COVID <laughs> it's lockdown. Closed. It's done. Oh, yeah. Mine's so it stupid. It never reopened. Very Mine's dusty dumb. in there. Mine's just those little, uh, those little white dogs from the Barbie show dancing. <laughs> ow, ow. You know? That meme. Remember, remember that People Simpsons where know. it's like, what's going on in Homer's brain? It's like the monkey picking flies off the other monkey, and, and that's me. That's what's going on in my noodle right now. I remember when the book- So wait, what was the upshot? Was somebody just posting this Oh, someone GIF? posted it going like, this is the greatest, you know, how, I, how oh people are God. ironic on Twitter. And it was like, yeah. this is the greatest two minutes. But, uh, but it was just truly- it was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in the entire. Like it was, it's so fucking stupid. And it's you're looking even, at it's it even going worse like, than the way it sounds, the way I'm describing you're, it. You're looking at it going like, we used to think this was cool. <laughs> ten less than ten years ago, yeah. there was like this show was beloved to everyone. Really? It was, it was that, very. Was I don't that, know about that. It was just very popular. Though. I don't remember anybody being. like, I remember Fuck that renting show. a lot here when it was on DVD, but I don't remember people that like I actually interacted with it watching was, it. It was super popular. Yeah. It was it was mega huge, Maybe and then and then everybody and hated it after like the third. Well, it also it started to suck, and also they took too long to make it because Cumberbatch really blew up. Yeah, and uh, and he was doing other. He was making and Lords we, of the Ringses and, and Star Trek. And the other Treks. guy was making those those Lord those Hobbit movies that we desperately needed. We needed a, a lot of them oh. too. We no, 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 so many of them. No, 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 guy from the Office, do the Hobbit episodes. We need these. We need them all. Nothing has ever been more important. Peter Jackson. R.I.P. The more the merrier. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. R.I.P. Peter Jackson. Well, I was going to say, I also uh, had a friend who was crazy about the Mind Palace thing. Uh-huh. Because he read the book Hannibal. Oh, he's yeah. He's like, I'm working on my own Mind Palace. And I was like, you know, They're it's Hannibal. It? Le- Wait, yes. what? So he's just like thinking this about cool stuff? He's like, I'm trying to build up my own mind palace, and he was like Wait. instructing. What about me on Dreamcatcher? There's a mind palace in Dreamcatcher too. Yeah, but I was I was just like, you're, you're taking like uh, pointers, pointers from, from Hannibal Lecter, literally Hannibal Lecter. Like, well, that's pretty cool how Hannibal Wait, does it. How do you build your own mind palace? Do it's you just like, think about cool well, I just shit? Took, I just took just a microdose, so maybe that's. That you're build, definitely building a mind. I'm building a mind palace right now. Hashtag mind palace. We watched him do it. He did drugs right in front of us. Yeah. It was He's amazing. so cool, Matt Lynch. It was cool. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to be cool around here. <laughs> he flipped up his collar. His, it, uh, oh, yeah. He threw down some shades. Yeah. Boop. He had a cigarette dangling from My, his they, lips. They, 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 like, actually floated down <laughs> like, floated the, down. like the emoji. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> 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 it was so cool. And hopefully uh, you'll get to notice him, uh, the drugs kicking in. You'll, yeah, I'll be going into the monolith in about 25 minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> I can see through time. Have her take these and these, and then all of these. Oh, I'm not a doctor. Oh, I'm not a doctor. But the, but yes, the, that was a a thing that my friend wanted to do, and he was like, I got this room here where I keep all my sports memories. And all this Jesus stuff. Christ, what? what a loser! <laughs> I can't remember what who an it was. Absolute dipshit. If you're listening to this, sir. <laughs> it was high school. If you're listening to this, if you're within the sound of my voice, idiot. It was in high school. <laughs> Maybe he's listening. You are a big dummy. My my palace you, is like a hoarder's it. like estate sale, like <laughs> but with really cool shit. Probably we gotta dig a little bit, you know, you to find the dig. gems. So but like there's a, gems, in, so but there are gems. Yeah. But there are gems, but there's also some garbage. Mm. <laughs> but I have the space for it. I swear. <laughs> my mind palace is like Disco one of those. Stew doesn't advertise. One of those twenty men in their twenties apartments where they just have a chair and a TV <laughs> and a mattress on the floor <laughs> and a mattress on the floor. There's like not even at any least that's in the other the room. There's nothing on the wall. I sleep on the mattress in my clothes, so I don't need sheets. See? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> See that? that's too real. Uh, Why am I wasting time with niceties? 
Why do I in need a totally empty kitchen? Why do I need nice things in my life? The refrigerator just has like a thing of ketchup in it, a bunch of like Mountain Dew. Yeah, and one and <laughs> one beer with one all the all uh, five empty rings. Still yeah, I was gonna to say it. that. Yeah, I'm just living, just just living like uh, Jessica Chastain in Zero Dark Thirty. It's just oh, Twizzlers yeah. and soda pop. That's all I need, man. Mind palaces. You're the motherfucker that found the mind palace. Everybody, let us know out there what you, what's inside your mind palace. What's your mind palace like? We want to know. You sound like a YouTube ad. <laughs> what's inside your mind palace now? Sign and up for skip. better help. Also. We would like to encourage you to sign up for the Ku Klux Klan. Jesus Christ. That's you two. Slide into Matt's DMs and tell him what your mind palace looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I I got on YouTube last week to um, look at some old Dean Martin roast videos. (laughs) And like three days later, I was in the Proud Boys. Oh, no. I watch a lot of YouTube, but I watch a lot of game, like video game stuff on YouTube. So they think that I am like totally conservative. Total gamer. They think that I'm a really heavy gamer dude and a conservative, so like all the ads I get are for like, uh, like outdoor gear, like but like guns and shit, hunting stuff, hunting stuff, yeah, and then uh, and then like gamer stuff, and then like, uh, buying a Hyundai. That's (laughs) from Doug's Hyundai. That is that's conservative. (laughs) You gotta get it from Doug's. Buying a Hyundai Hyundai is conservative in a different way. Yeah, that's That's just sort of like fiscally conservative. It's just a reasonable, well, uh, well. Then my my Instagram feed, like the reels, you know that they give to you. It's all uh, like cooking stuff. And sexy babes. Okay, well, here's the thing, Matt. Those are actually based on what you look at. Well, I mean, it's what they send me, so I don't have a choice to look about anything else. Oh, no, hot babes and good food. Like, I I swipe (laughs) through them, and it's like, all right, that chick is uh, wearing a bikini. Oh, this guy's making noodles, and I'll watch that one, (laughs) and then I'll swipe to the next thing. It's like, oh, another girl uh, is flashing her boobs. Mine's like uh, like cool fashion stuff uh, and, like, chihuahuas. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of Doberman stuff, too. Yeah. This is the great mystery of my Instagram search this area. Is the Instagram mind palace is that that all make that all makes sense, and I got the two the two largest components totally make sense. Hot babes and kittens, like cats, uh-huh. cat videos. So like, a lot of okay. pussy. <laughs> oh my well, god! Well, <laughs> meow. Huh? Huh? Well, huh? Huh? Uh, and the third component. Grotesque facial like an- anomalies. <laughs> uh, I did That's not so click funny. on. I clicked. You had to. I neither clicked nor you searched for any have, like though. growth on someone's face being popped or Ugh, anything. Dude. It did not happen. Horrifying. I guarantee I don't know, you. Travis, I don't believe you. <laughs> and, and if it happened, it would have been like accidentally once. But why right. is it like a third of the stuff that I see on there? Here's a person with a horn. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of Taylor Swift going on right now too. She's in the news. Taylor Swift getting emotional and champagne problems on our Eras tour. Oh my god! Uh, I clicked. Are you on going? I couldn't if I tried. Yeah, it was hard to get tickets. Yeah, and they were like a million dollars. Yeah, probably. no thank you. I'm going to see Beyonce though. Oh sweet! And You're Death Cab. See Beyonce. Death Cab for Cutie doing their transatlanticism nostalgia tour. You should try to get up on stage and Beyonce and bite her. <laughs> no. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Dare. I mean, I'd love to. I couldn't dare. But that's for other people to Speaking do. Speaking of biting, well, I can't disagree, but I think there will be some disagreement. Some, dis- uh, some, dis- some hot spirited debate. We got some hot spirited debate about some movies that thoroughly do not deserve to be debated over. <laughs> some hot but, spirits. But but hot we're doing a really good job this time. Like a hot toddy hot right toddy. now. Ooh. Mm. Can we, can, we order a hot, can we order hot toddies? I'd have, an Irish, I'd have an Irish coffee without the cream, obviously. Can we have yeah. caviar deliver us hot toddies? We can have... Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. 
No, you're not. You're doing. You're actually fake touching your phone. <laughs> audience for the audience. Whoa, hot tidies all the way. From Grubhub. Grubhub. Anywhere from 15 minutes to never. <laughs> and it was eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to split that three ways. The service fee is too high. Uh, but yes, we're doing a really good job. And it's job. because of Mother's Day that we're doing these three movies, because yeah. this this episode's going to come out before Mother's Day. Aw. And what's the names of our three mo- What's the name of the episode? Bad Mothers? It's Bad Mothers. I mean, it's just got to be. Sometimes there's a plethora of good options. Sometimes there's no good options. And sometimes it's the one obvious one. And you I just, know we, why I'm, the caged Bert sings. Burton for a squirtin'. Burton for a squirtin'. Should have been. Uh, Should have been. Should have been. What are our three movies things. today? Uh, 1994. Oh, sorry. Oh. Like, in order. 1993's Mother's Boy. Wait, 93? 93. 93 yeah. I have it down as 94. Yeah. Eh. Whatever. It's rare. It was a leap, baby. 1998's Hush. Hush. It's not Rush. Hush. I was. I thought it was Rush, and no. was kind of. I didn't understand the mother. It's, it's not Rush. It's not about Mr. Limbaugh. Hush, little baby. And uh, 2010's Mother's Day. Execrable Mother's Day. We're gonna. We're gonna get into it when we talk about. I that believe one. we are. Uh, well, but you'll notice that uh, there's a, a lot of time has passed between Hush and Mother's Day. And, well, or, you know, and, the, slim, and, the pickings were slim. And things have changed yeah. cinematically between yeah. those two films. Yeah, 9-11 happened. Mm. 9-11 changed everything. Everything changed when those towers fell. Mm-hmm. We'll never forget. I forget sometimes. Anywho, Mother's Boys, 1993-4, starring Jamie Lee Curtis. They had made a life for themselves without her. You left those boys. It took me a long time to forgive myself. But things are about to change. I want you out of here. We should have never left. You're right, you should have never left. Because Jude's come back. She wants to see you all. She left us. I don't want to see her. It's over, Jude. I don't love you anymore. And this divorce... Sizing up the competition. There is no competition. ...is going to be a nightmare. I want to come home, and she won't let me. Robert, this is Kelly. You better get over here right now. You just have to stop whatever it is you're doing. All I ever wanted was for us to be happy. Stay away from us! That's right. Scrubs guy is the teacher. Yeah, McKinley's <laughs> in it for a minute. Uh, Sandy Cohen from the OC. Peter Gallagher. Oh, yeah. Peter Gallagher. And Peter Gallagher, as I described to him on, on our group text, who you get when you want someone less manly than Timothy Hutton. <laughs> Jesus. Peter Gallagher in this movie is an exceptional knob. There's yeah, two, he's, he's like tied for the for the man in Hush, the man. Yeah, like which of this, which of these two <laughs> soy boy beta cucks are the most ineffectual? Just absolute empty suit, nobody pretty face. <laughs> no, the guy in Hush is worse. I the guy in Hush is, is Jonathan Sheck, yes? Yeah. Jonathan Sheck. Sheesh. Jonathan Sheesh. Sheesh. I had a friend who, who claimed that uh, he attempted to assault her on a movie set once. Whoa. So fuck that Canceled rice. then. Fuck yeah. you, Jonathan. Yeah. So Peter, I don't have any friends that told me that Peter Gallagher tried to do that. No, so Peter Gallagher is. I believe he's probably a really good guy. Seems yeah. like a nice Based enough guy. Based on all the episodes, seems like a nice enough guy, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's an absolute non-entity in this movie. Uh, but like, unfortunately, and Jamie jo- Lee Curtis is an entity. And we've also got Joanne Wally Kilmer. Joanne Wally Kilmer. When she was still going she by that name. She was going by Joanne. Oh, is she the girlfriend? Yes. Okay. And I had no idea that she was British until watching this movie, uh-huh. where she doesn't have a British accent, but you're like, that is not an American accent. Right. That is not an accent. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Let's go <laughs> get some frosty chocolate milkshakes. It's not quite you and McCrackeny, but- No, 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 no. Not, not like that level, but where you're just like, that's unmistakably something else. Remember Eye of the Beholder? That was a hell of a thing. 
I, I was like, no, ago. I have no idea what you're talking about. We just we just did that. I believe that was the last episode. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. No. I, that that does not live in my mind palace. <laughs> that was rejected from the mind palace. <laughs> they're they're banning movies in Emily's mind palace yeah. now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's not That's allowed. The right thing to do. <laughs> There's no anyway, space. so what's this movie about? Uh, this movie begins with John C. McGinley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he enjoy him while he can. He just has a, essentially a cameo as a teacher in this, and this is how we're introduced to the character of Kess, who's sort Kess. of what does Kess stand for, Kestrel. or is it just like a br- uh, Irish name? I don't know. I don't think that they anybody ever co- like Kestrel Q. Kestrel clearly not written by an American. Kessethan. Yeah, it seems it has like a very like like European sensibility to it. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, it doesn't translate very well Cast. when you're trying to make like a Jamie Lee Curtis shocker. But uh, I feel like this movie is like trying to be up to something, and then all the people that were responsible for like putting it together and distributing were like, no, 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 no. We're not. Gonna we're just gonna make the Jamie Lee Curtis as a stalker mom movie. Yeah. Cause like it's it's got like a credit for a visual consultant. It's got this really bizarre cinematography. It's very stylish. It's very stylish. I mean, it's like it's up to something. Yeah. I, I don't think it's productively up to anything. Isn't the direct? Isn't this the one the director is a Quebecois? Probably. I think some, it's a Quebecois some Frenchy. director. Um, so Kess is a, a troubled kid, and we get to know that right away. Yeah, yes. he start. Oh God, man! This is, I mean, if you were inclined to take this movie seriously, this would actually be very depressing because this char- character of Kess starts pretty di- pretty disturbed because yeah. of the events in his life. He's like eleven or twelve, maybe. Way worse. Yeah. And concluding with a uh, ending that is uh, reminds me of a well, well, we'll get to it at the end of this. But it, it, he is introduced. John C. McGinley's his teacher. John C. McGinley gets to do his prig, uh, yeah. Yaley natural accent. Yeah, like he d- he usually doesn't do it in movies. But if you've ever seen him in interviews, it's like, hello, yeah, my yeah, name's yeah. John C. McGinley. I'm from <laughs> New York and City. And she stepped on the ball. My George Plimpton was my great grandfather. And like he Jesus. talks like that. I don't think George Plimpton was his grandfather, but whatever. He talks like a New York blue blood. And this is how he talks in this movie. And then he's like giving the kids. Frogs for dissection, uh-huh. and this con- concludes. You got a real championship frog there, pal. Is what he says to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blue ribbon frog that you have there. Uh. Where's ET when you need him? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like that, except with a much more disturbing conclusion. Because this ends with Kess. Does isn't someone going? Like, Come on, Kess, cut into your frog. Yeah, he won't and do then it. He's like f- f- snaps and then just starts stabbing the frog frantically. Yeah. And he has to go to the principal's office. I mean, so this kid's already fucked up in the head. Yeah. We find out why shortly. Well, it's because his mom split. His mom's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Jude. Evil. And she's Evil, She's crazy, woman. and she's split for some reason. And now Peter Gallagher is going to get remarried to his girlfriend. He's their father. And uh, to his girlfriend, Joanne Wally Kilmer. Who works at the school, yes? Yeah, she's, she's vi- like the principal, principal or something. Vice principal. And uh, but Jamie Lee Curtis is back on the scene, and she wants to get her family back. Yeah, it's been three years since she just mysteriously dipped out. And I did think we were going to eventually get some backstory on like her splitting, but we don't. We don't ever. No, she's just a psycho. She just left, and uh, now Peter Gallagher's filing for divorce so he can marry his uh, new girlfriend, who seems like a pretty stand-up lady. And uh, uh, Jamie Lee is like, I don't think this is going to happen. So she pops back into their life. And first she pays a visit to her mother, Vanessa Redgrave. Nessie. Fucking Nessie. (laughs) Uh, Very strange. uh, 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 Always a good to have a reminder that Nessie's like just doing it different. 
Yeah, she this eats everyone a, alive. Yes, this is a thankless role, but like, f- this is a lady that just her, the, her facial mannerisms and every little thing that she does is just can't fucking lose. Like just, she's just like riveting in, in the first Mission Impossible where she's w- with Tom Cruise and he's like doing everything. He is going for it, and she is just like, "Honey, please." E- like no, <laughs> easy. Like Michael Jordan versus a toddler or something like that. Yeah, just she, like, she just like just devours him devours without him. doing anything. She is awesome. I mean, she's only in this movie for like eight minutes or something yeah. like that. But still, like, she does get murdered by Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she survives. She survives. Oh, she fr- she survives. Gets, I watched this like two weeks. I think she technically. I think she puts her in a coma. At no, the no. Hospital. Technically, what happens is Cass accidentally pushes her down. Yeah, but then at the hospital, Jamie Lee Curtis like cuts oh, yeah. off the oxygen. I think but puts then her in a coma. A nurse comes before she's able to do anyway. Anyway, we're getting we're, ahead of ourselves. Really, yeah. Because, because, like, just just a, a little spoiler for like when it ends up happening, which makes this movie kind of an extra lump of coal, like more than it needs to be, is that Kess kind of ends up being more of a bad guy than. Well, he's he's certainly complicit in all the bad com- guy stuff. He's complicit in a lot of it. We're talking like a twelve-year-old boy yeah. who's already. Who's already pretty fucked up? Yeah, yeah. He stabs this frog at the beginning, and the, and he's go and he says, "It's uh, this is before he starts stabbing the frogs. He's just he's getting all of his psyche out in class. He's, it's really sick. These frogs, they have babies, and they just leave them to die. Mm. Like, so, mm. so it's you know like what's that. on his mind. This is really a case for for therapy. It really, it is. truly is. These kids should have been enrolled right Men away. Men would rather stab a bunch of uh, frogs <laughs> than go to uh, therapy. Go to therapy when they're twelve. So Jamie, after visiting her mom, she goes and visits the school, and yeah. she sees. Uh, she goes and visits Peter Gallagher's new girlfriend, who's Peter the Gallagher. assistant principal. But she is under the guise that she's just checking out the school for her kids, and for some reason, no one knows. I would be like, you know, wouldn't you know what your new husband's ex-wife looked like? I guess he's first, but I guess there's no social media back then. There's no social so it's media, not as easy and he's probably to stalk not. Your, you yeah, know, he, she, he can't spy space her. <laughs> spy space. Remember that? Yeah. No, that was a thing. Spy space. When when before there was Facebook, people had MySpace. Well, I know that. So you would you would like look up people on MySpace. Oh like, well, yeah. You'd spy. We called it spy spacing. Okay, then. I just didn't know the term. But yes, I'm <laughs> yeah, familiar. Had a girl actually tell me that she spy spaced me, and that's where I heard the term. Oh well, didn't yeah. Like what girls, I found. girls everywhere she do is, that. She every did not, moment she of did the not day. end up going out with me. No, it's true. <laughs> if you're not spy spacing people. Get on that. Spicebase gave me access to your mind palace, Matt, and I did not like it. <laughs> God, it's you don't want to know what's in there, dude. <laughs> I didn't like what was in the rec room. It's all noodle recipes and sexy chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and facial anomalies. <laughs> no. God. God, no. And a couple Dobermans <laughs> just running Dobermans. around loose in the mind palace. <laughs> uh, they just want treats. Cute. Yeah, Jamie Lee comes back. She is the kind of person who d- her kids refer to her as Jude. She's her cool. Her name is Jude. She's like, call me Jude, I'm your mom. She has cool short haircut, cool sunglasses, cool outfits, always smoking a cigarette. She's cool. I do like a mom that smokes. Yeah. It's Jamie Lee. It's Jamie a mom Lee from Curtis. 1993 that smokes is cool. She's having fun. Fix mommy another drink, honey. You can tell You can tell she was like pretty stoked to be able to play a bad She's trying to tear into this one. Seven, are, there any, are there any other instances of her as a villain? I couldn't think off the top of my head. Oh, there's gotta be. I don't be. know, but I mean, like, certainly, like, as her career has gone on, she's, I mean, her career has always been, like, sort of tearing into these, like, really, really hard cases. Yeah, know? but, like, her as, like, a, a, like a murder. She's kind of the bad guy in everything everywhere. Yeah, and I guess, in, did you guys watch, <laughs> probably didn't, did you guys watch the TV show Scream Queens? Mm-mm. Uh, she's kind of a bitch in that, too. But, she, but a murderer? But a murderer? But a murderer? 
Uh, cold, I loved her like this. Cold so sociopath. I thought she was this? great. I thought she did good. No, she's really fun. Uh, like, well, does Jamie? One of the reasons everybody likes Jamie Lee Curtis is that she just clearly likes acting and clearly has fun doing it. And this is a this is a crazy role that she gets to really sink her teeth into. And yeah. Yeah, she's having a great time doing all the stuff. She gets to be seductive and mean. and Yeah, she gets to be naked, too. Pulse. Yeah, she gets to be naked. That was surprising. That was weird. It's not, like, graphic or anything, but at one point she's, like, drunk and she's in a robe and she's just kind of, like, storming around and flapping about. I think she stands up full is... frontal in front of her son and is like, look at the C-section well, scar. Well, that's potentially Yeah, but, I double. mean, who hasn't done that? Yeah, I know. Oh, exactly. That's in the mind palace. No, I think deep this is in the mind palace. That's like, deep in the mind this is true palace. lies period. So she was like in that sort of, you know, sexy, sexy babe I'm phase of her career. Her. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, but that, well, we'll get to that. That's pretty fucking creepy. But anyways, like she, it's Jude. She comes back. Kess is. Don't make it bad, though. Kess is immediately like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Because he's the, there's two other. He's uh, old There's two other boys. And, uh, and the two little boys basically don't remember her. And yeah. he's the oldest one, and he had a re- he actually had a relationship with her, and so he's mad. The other kids are just sort of like, I don't know, oh, mom, I guess it's mom. Jude's back, I could cool. Take it or leave it, but then they also like love Callie, who's the new girlfriend, and the little the littlest kid's so cute. Little kid, littlest kid's cute. Um, so he's mad at Jude, and like, ju- and just almost immediately, he's back within. He's she she brings him back. Yeah, it's like we used to have a great relationship, Jude, and I went and traveled around and went to great places, and I know you'd like to do that sort of thing. And here's a Game Boy, by the way. Wait, she, she buys them Game Boys for everybody. She buys. Did them I all miss Game out of getting a Game Boy? Everybody got a Game Boy. Everybody gets a Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, it's branded. They're like in the. Game Boy packaging and everything. And I was like, oh, they got a little Nintendo product placement in this weird-ass movie (laughs) about killer children and their psycho mom. With with unsubtle Oedipal stuff in it. Yeah, that's exactly what you want, where you want your product to be heavily (laughs) featured, Nintendo. It's very (laughs) R-rated. That's just strange. Like, they couldn't be like, I got a game, dude. You know, like, like make up a fake one. They had to get get that legit Game Boy product placement in there. It's like like putting Nintendo Switch advertisements in Mother's Day or something when someone's being tortured or something like that. Totally. (laughs) Well, they they run Sims on how to catch Bin Laden in Zero Dark Thirty on a Switch. You have to beat your friend to death with this Nintendo Switch. (laughs) And enjoy that Switch while you're doing it, though. I mean, it's a great piece of art. <laughs> It'll last. You'll it, still be able to play it afterwards. Got anything to say before your last breath of the wild? <laughs> oh as you, as you t- they do the death blow on this kid, and so forth, etc. Um, but yes, like so, Cass goes from within like three minutes time goes from like fuck you, Jamie Lee. I don't want anything to do with you. To like I will kill for you. I will kill, I will for, kill you. for you. And, and, and of course, the like a, a real centerpiece scene in this, as as we talked about, is. Is that she kind of literally seduces her young son? Um, it's weird. Where she, it is. It's well. I mean, it's yeah. supposed to be. It's one of those things where like we're gonna really make it icky here. And she, yeah. and uh, they they've been hanging out at a planetarium. I think something like you do, as one does. Oh, uh, there's a funny scene where in the where they're at the planetarium and she's having a like she tries to like Peter Gallagher shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here now for whatever reason. What are you doing with my kids?" It's <laughs> a weird bit of dialogue. Wait, the and, Peter then, and then they have a conversation. They're at the planetarium. Yeah, they're like six, eight feet away from this old lady, and they're going like, "Hey, so I want my son back." Okay, well. Yeah, let me just finish taking her to the planetarium. And some lady goes, excuse me, we're trying to listen to the planetarium thing or whatever. And you're like, fuck you, old lady. What are you talking about? They're not being loud at all. Anyways. And that, isn't that Jamie was... Lee in that scene? You're like, I can always take you and seduce you. And like, 
know, that's fun too. Yeah, to he, she more. keeps trying to make out with him, and he lets her a few times. Because because he's Jamie only a man. He hates her. He hates her guts. Like when but she first hot. appears, she's he's like, "I'll fucking break your neck. Just stay right here," like sort of thing. But when she's when she's like turning it on, he he cannot. He can't resist. Who could? She's like licking his Who face could? and stuff like that. Go for him. Go for him. And uh, playing plan with his dingus and all that sort of Ew. stuff. Excuse me. I mean, that's what she. That's her words. That's true. She let does just, call let it. Let me just play with your dingus a little bit. I want that dingus <laughs> gag. Who's dingus in his mouth? <laughs> like Hateful Eight. <laughs> Great. So Peter, and that, what that, are you doing over there? Got trapped. Hashtag trapped. <laughs> Hashtag trapped. That also gives you an idea of kind of like how ineffectual Peter Gallagher is, because I mean, we're we're talking about a person, Jamie Lee Curtis, who is just. Outwardly a villain, yeah, and, and outwardly, and she's but, even basically said like, "I'm gonna destroy your family." Like the moment she shows I, up, I like. I'm gonna fuck the, everything up like, for you. Everyone, it's clear to everyone that this woman is a psycho. Yeah. Everyone knows the family history, and then there's a scene where she confronts Joanne Wally in her office and is like, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and then and then she's like, she "Oh does, no!" She does the Fight Club, and then like cuts her face with the Love with the that. glass, and everybody comes into the office and they're like, "Joanne Wally Kilmer, what did you do to this?" Even psycho? though she was on the total opposite <laughs> yeah. side of the office, like like, oh my god, <laughs> like, looking oh my all god. scared. Yeah, they're like, what did you do? Joanne Wally, we've known you for 10 years. We're going to take this complete stranger who acts like a villain side <laughs> on this situation. Yeah, like I, we, it looks like you trashed your entire office and then cut her face with a piece of glass. <laughs> is that what happened? Because it looks it like, seems that's, like what that's what happened. What ha- that's what this crazy lady who is patently evil yeah. is telling us. Great, it's I love that, it. It's that kind of thing. It's pretty love it. stupid. But anyways, uh, like she's got her claws in now, and she takes uh, Kess to, and she, they're getting back from the planetarium. And it's just her and Kess now. The bo- the other boys are back wherever. Boys. And she and like Kess is in the living room, and she's in her bedroom. Strip. It leaves the door open. She's just stripping in front of him, like walking around. So strange. And then she gets into the bathtub. Very unpleasant. And this is incredible because she's got a huge mirror up behind the it's bathtub. It's a great bathtub so too. You can, and it's angled oh, down so you can see. The person in the bathtub when you walk in. And then she's like, hey, Kess, <clears throat> stands up. Look at this. <laughs> but naked. I mean, you, you don't see. No, she, he first, a- he first asks, like, why did you leave, basically? Right, they're having a little And she was like, I've never forgotten you. And then she reveals herself to him. Yeah, yeah. she stands up and ostensibly it's to go like, well, here's the, here's the scar that they cut you out of my yeah, belly I was in from. labor for two days. They had to cut you out of me. But obviously it's also like, here's an, here's me naked. Look at that and have that be a part of... It's Therapy. creepy. It's it's intended to be creepy and it, it is indeed creepy. They, hmm. they succeeded in it, in it being creepy. Mm-hmm. Poor cast. I mean, this kid is... He's, he's doomed. He's got to. There's a lot of work that needs to be done after this. After I, this whole ordeal with these children, you make a sequel to this movie. It's just he's a serial killer. That's all there is. To uh, it. This kid's gonna be more fucked up than little Dominic in Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. This is why men are like this. Because shit more. like this. Happens. This is why I'm like this for sure. Because all of you guys had to look at your psycho naked mother and her cesarean scar. Yeah, one hundred percent every only, day. Uh, only like seventy five percent every day. Yeah, that's what's in the mind palace now. Oh no! That and, and she kept saying the word dingus, <laughs> dingus, dingus, dingus it's on dingus. repeat as you're stabbing people. Dingus, frogs, dingus. just stabbing frogs. Oh, no, dude, your mind palace sounds too scary. My mind palace is amazing. <laughs> My mind palace is is a fucking. In the mouth of madness, hellscape. No. My palace is a tiny house. I hate it. Oh God, that's also scary. I don't like any. Yeah, of but your I'm mind. full. I'm, I'm full over. size though. Like I'm, I'm stuck in there with all that, all those palaces. spiders. Oh God, my man palace is like the one in. Uh, 
What's that Stephen King? Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatchers. <laughs> I have a phony. There's Duddits br- there? There's someone running around with a phony British accent. <laughs> Hello? My Mind I'm Palace. Get you. Yeah, the evil alien is him in his Mind Palace, and he's British. My Mind Palace is the skin and marine house. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, God, no. No windows, no doors. Cobble upstairs. So now we would be remiss <laughs> not to point out this is a trope that ha- that happens in movies like this all the time. Of course, in this sort of situation, you would imagine that l- Peter Gallagher has some sort of legal recourse to protect his children from their psychopathic None. mom who has left them twice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, absolutely not. You have no power. And then at one point, uh, this, he's got his lawyer. This is well, I want to talk this about the lawyer stuff, too. This is A1 stuff yeah. right here for the movies that we talk about. This reminds me of... Did you just make the white power sign? I made the white power God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It also means okay. I know, I know. <laughs> it also means... But in, my, in, my, in this guys, case, I meant white power. It also, it also means, means A-S-S hole. Yep, that's yeah. right. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's universal. Yeah, it means so many things. I'll do this. They haven't They haven't taken the thumbs up they yet. They can't take the thumbs up. They can't take it. Thumbs up emoji. But this is this is his lawyer... He's going like, hey, like the law is pr- protects the criminals. We, we all saw Star Chamber. Come on. <laughs> and all those other movies. And he goes, unless she's smoking crack and dealing drugs. And even then the law is on her side. So she could be smoking crack and dealing drugs. And the law, judge is like, nope, I, the, kid, the kids go to That's the mall. That's why he's the judge. Mothers definitely guy. are just, you know, this reminds got the me upper of hand. Paci- also Pacific Heights. Do you right, yeah. Pacific Heights where they're like, I'm sorry, but landlords in San Francisco oh, yeah, have you, no power. You, you cannot no kick rights. that guy out of your house. Sorry. You're a landlord in San Francisco. You clearly have zero power. Yeah. And I you're broke. Nothing you can do. You are the sad. You are the. You're the, the victim. The God's unfortunate creatures. Yeah. San Francisco landlords. I like the other, the scene where she meets with her lawyer and he's like, uh, you know, you might get joint custody of the kids, but you know, you can't. The judge can't force you to have your family back and get remarried and everything. And she's like, "God damn it!" You know, she gets really mad. It's like, <laughs> <"Let's> <laughs> did you really think that the that, like the courts would determine that you are a family again? <laughs> Very interesting premise here. Well, let's not forget that her lawyer is none other than Arian from Lethal Weapon Two. Yes. Arjun. Arian? Diplomatic yes. immunity. Uh, uh, um, I should know his name. Joss Ackland. Joss Ackland, the better Joss. Yeah, right. Uh, yes. So you could just not even give me a parking ticket. Who is the so dickhead now? Evil. Uh, those goddamn Afrikaners, I'm yeah. telling you. Was uh, that from South Africa? Riggs! 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 Clever dog! Riggs! Clever dog! Riggs! Riggs, you're a clever dog! Uh, every time Lethal comes up, it's impossible. <laughs> God bless her. Poor anyway. Kira. Uh, yes. Rico, but okay. Rico, sorry. But yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is, writes horror on Joanne Wally Kilmer's car, and then you get like one scene where uh, where she goes like Joanne Wally Kilmer tries to kind of like level with Jamie Lee Curtis and like, look, I understand you're coming around here scoping out the competition. Jamie Lee Curtis goes, "There's no competition." Oof. Ouch. Hashtag meow. Hashtag meow. <laughs> <laughs> The fox came to fight, and then it's time for uh, it's time for things to be ratcheted up a little bit. But this is where Kess like ends up becoming. Well, they make up this entire they make this entire conspiratorial plan to like. Well, the kid, the kid wants to have like a show trial with Joanne Wally Kilmer. Well, it's like yeah. they usually play a game. I think that's yeah. like this makes you trial. Hate, this stuff makes you hate Kess so much. It's like a mis a miscalculation. I mean, this stuff made me kind of hate the movie at this point. And the movie I was getting too, pretty it, bored. Yeah, it's, t- it's at tedious. a lean ninety minutes. It was just sort of like, can we move this along? 
And this is all stuff where Jamie Lee Curtis is not in not the in movie. Not in the movie. Wait, yeah. this, okay, so this happened. Wait, but wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, so the trial thing happens after, though, he accidentally pushes the grandma down the stairs. We gotta yes. get there first. Yes. Nessie goes up to the stairs and she hears a little piece of. Nessie of, and Cassie. Nessie and Cassie. Yeah, that's right. And and Cass is going is, is commiserating with his boys because Jamie because uh, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is going like um, you know you gotta help me take my family back from yeah. that bitch or whatever and so Kess is talking to the younger brothers and going like we gotta like make her do something bad to her or whatever and the little brothers are like I don't know Nessie hears some of this and goes you're a bad bad boy I'm gonna go tell I'm gonna go call your yeah, mother you're and just she's like, like no 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 and it basically accidentally pushes her t- pushes his grandmother down the fucking stairs <laughs> so he started bad now he's pushed his grandmother down the stairs almost killed her yeah she goes and it to gets, the hospital. It gets worse from there. She goes to the hospital, and Peter Gallagher has Callie watch the boys while he also goes to the hospital. Jamie Lee goes to the hospital to because it's her mom, and uh, he's like, uh, Peter Gallagher's like, you need to like take care of your mother. You can't go dry, like you can't go hang out with the kids. You got to take care of your mom. And so her version of taking care of her mom is to like climb on top of the bed and like hold the oxygen to deprive the oxygen tanks from getting to her brain, almost killing her. But then the nurse, nurse intervenes. walks in and she just sprints away. Yeah. And now it's end game time. And now we're back to the house that Callie's watching the kids at, and Kess is like, "Let's play trial," and he makes Callie put on handcuffs. The, okay, so. That's Ka- that's on Callie right there. Yeah, don't do that. What? That is, and she's a vice. She's the vice principal of a elementary vice principal school should or whatever. Know better than to put on handcuffs. All right, after boys. A I'll put boy on demands it. Real the handcuffs. Real handcuffs. The real handcuffs okay. we have in this house. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're just three boys. What could you do? Oh, you're pure. You're all pure, pure evil, of course, because you're little boys. They were the basis for Vincent Adult Man on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> oh my God, I love him. That's true. Or them. And then I don't love that I show, but business. that was pretty funny. <laughs> and so Jamie Lee Curtis like calls Kess or something and is like, "Hey, you just gotta like keep her distracted until after ten o'clock or something. Don't let her leave." And so they they handcuff her. Kess is a fucking dunce, so of course. And then they go and hide, and she's just sitting at the table, and she's like, "Hello, you guys really need to like let me out, or let you know, let me out of these handcuffs." And the cute littlest boy is like, this "I is think she needs incredible. some water. I gotta go get her some water." And so he runs out, and he gets this big glass of water, and then he slips because he's wearing like footy pajamas, and he slips on the hardwood floor, and. He falls, smashes the glass. Smashes yeah. the glass against his chest. It stabs and it himself. stabs him, and he's just like, ow, ow. He takes it really well. Yeah. yeah, a normal three-year-old was, would be well, it's, screaming. It's, it's only right here, too, so he's probably going to be fine. I think it was just he's sort of like- losing a lot of blood. They had the one kid, and they had the evening to shoot, and the kid just was not in the mood for doing any, any hysterics, and they were like, fine. So he's like, oh, mm. Mm. Oh, we also forgot, <laughs> we, Ooh, we forgot that, to mention uh, earlier that great. in her seduction of Cass, Jamie Lee Curtis gets him to, teaches him how to drive. Right, oh, yeah. that becomes important. Uh, um, oh, yeah. But yes, Kess, it's Kess is the whole like the kids. The other kids are constantly going. Should we have uh, handcuffed up the, our, this nice lady that we like, and maybe we should let her go? Maybe. And then at a certain point, this kid is gravely injured. Yeah, They're like sh- we should probably call the hospital. No, I'm Kess. I'm, I'm supposed to keep her here until ten. We can't. Completely fucked in the head, yeah. uh, and I'm gonna ruin everything. You just hate this kid so much. Um, <laughs> And so they're just like this kid. The other kid is just dying, basically. Mm-hmm. They're carrying him around everywhere. He's almost he's like unconscious for like p- part of this time for blood loss or whatever. And Joanne Wally Kilmer's like, "Hey, 
let me go so I could take him to the fucking hospital. He's like, no. <laughs> the worst kid ever. No. And at a certain point, uh, like, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. You know how these sorts of scenes are in movies. Everything happens. A bunch of stuff is happening. And at a certain point, Joanne Wally gets free um, while Cass is distracted trying to like find the dog or something like that. She gets into the car. Yeah, they left their gold retriever outside in the fucking rainstorm. What do you do? What do you what do you do? What do you do that Pop for? Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> and so right, she, so she's dr- and oh, wait, no, no, she doesn't get in the car. She goes running. Is that? Am I getting this right? Because like the people who the guy who ends up crashing, the idea here was Rebecca DeMornay cut oh, the brakes on the yeah. car and she thought that Jamie she was Lee going Curtis. to kill Callie. Jamie Lee Curtis thought she was going to kill Joanne Wally Kilmer by doing this. Yeah, but it, Kess ends up in the car. Correct. And I think he is trying to gut, run down. Uh, Joanne Wally, and she's mm-hmm. carrying the it's gravely the injured, injured child, brother. Yeah. And there, and this is a lot of this happens in the Roger Rabbit tunnel, which is pretty cool. True. I always love to see the Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit tunnel in movies. And uh, at a certain point, Kess, being the fuck up that he is, like doesn't want to plow over his brother. Of course, swerves, can't stop the car. Flips the brakes are the cut cliff. now. Yes, the car. Go- <laughs> The car just goes careening out the tunnel, flips over, goes off a cliff. The, the other brother's lands. like, I thought you knew how to drive. <laughs> He's the like, I assumed I did. Yes. That's really funny. And Jamie Lee Curtis is on the other side of the tunnel, and she's like, yes. But then she turns behind her, and she sees Callie carrying <laughs> like, the boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Reaping. Sewing. Sewing. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck this. This But sucks. good thing that there was a weird little tree there, because the car is, like, balancing on the edge of this, Just like, barely, yeah. I love barely. This. I like that kind of stuff. Me too. Yeah, Any kind of shit. I'm, all, I'm always delighted stuff. when a car doesn't fully go over a cliff. Yeah, and, and people have like to, like, balanced. Oh, I love when down. they have to, yeah. I'm always It never delighted. gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> it's the same with, like, people eating sandwiches at a morgue. Yeah. You know, little things right, like right. that make uh-huh. you smile. Absolutely. It's a, cli- <laughs> it's a cliche for a reason. Yeah. And this is a this is a good version of it, too, because, like, <laughs> this tree, God bless this tree. It's incredible. It's holding, yeah. it's just like God a little, it's not that big tree. a tree. It's jutting out the side of the cliff. It's holding a whole car on it. Yeah. So the kids are in this, uh, of course, heroic Joanne Wally Kilmer goes down there to save the kids, gets one of them out, Kess is left. And and this, uh, this the tree's just there's people on this car there's a car itself it's a tree's like I'm fine mm-hmm. I can I can do this as long as we want yeah. as, as we need she slips Kess is holding on to her but Kess is also like wait wasn't I supposed to like kill her like sh- yeah. should I let her go this is a real moment of truth moment Jamie for Lee Curtis is above being like come on or no wait she goes uh, Kess is holding on to Joanne Wally's yes. hand Kess is I guess at this point kind of maybe figured somehow through all of this that Jamie Lee Curtis might not be. Great. Might be maybe a bad mm-hmm. lady, maybe. Uh, maybe who knows? And then, ja- and then and then he's holding on to Joanne Wally, and then Jamie Lee is also like right behind him, and she goes, "Kess, give me her hand." Oh yeah, let me take care of it. And Joanne take Wally's going like, "No, she's gonna let me go. She's gonna let me go." And then uh, somehow in all of this, it's actually very perfunctory. After all this suspense, Jamie Lee Curtis just falls off. Yeah, and goes. <laughs> it's a really good fall. Oh, it's a great fall. Yeah. Uh, like we're, it's one of those things where she's God. unmistakably dead. I still want to do so. like a supercut of these movies we've watched where people just fall long yeah. distances because it, it's always it. so. And then great. the kid turns to the camera, is like, "I guess we're gonna need another Jamie Lee Curtis, aren't we?" <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on aisle three. <laughs> <laughs> but so so now he so now he's um his mom has left him twice. He stabbed a bunch of frogs. He pushed his grandma down. Accidentally pushed his grandma down the stairs, and now watched his mom die. He's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, He'll be fine. He'll and be then, a really like, good husband. Go for him. Everybody gets. <laughs> everybody else gets saved and get pulled to the top of the thing, and they're all like in the hospital, kind of recovering. 
and you get a shot, I think, where, like, maybe Joanne Wally or Peter Gallagher is, like, hugging Kess, and this is the Friday the 13th Part 4 ending, where the camera yeah. just zooms in on Kess's face as he, like, basically looks right at the camera, and you're like, that kid's that kid is right now becoming a serial yeah, killer. Yeah, exactly. He is getting fucked up as we speak. Same exact shit. The end. And there you have it. That's Mother's Boys. That's Mother's Boys right there. Thanks, Yves Simonot. Shimano. Quebecois. Quebecois. Yep. Uh, this is Jamie Lee Curtis in a, in a phone call. I think she like prank calls Joanne Wally and says that <laughs> Peter Gallagher got in a car accident. Oh, yeah. And then she calls. She and then she's like, "You need to, you need to," and she's like, "I need to call Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, it's, she's the one who's list. She's technically the wife still, so she's listed as the contact emergency contact. So she calls him and goes, "I think Peter Gallagher's been in an accident." <laughs> Jamie Lee oh, Curtis. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis goes, "That's impossible. He just left five minutes ago. We were fucking. I can still taste him." Jeez. <laughs> Rude. She's a nasty lady. Yep. Uh, this is the, what Kess says when he's doing the, he's doing the trial game and Joanne Wally Kilmer is <laughs> the witness will be silent but Joanne Wally Kilmer is going like hey seriously let me go for all these for all the reasons that one should and he Objection. goes he goes the prisoner is to shut up <laughs> yeah I got this little fucking shit Vera said that Vera said that alright <laughs> at one point Peter Gall this is like in the kind of the middle where Peter Gallagher goes up to Jamie Curtis and you gotta like the the directness here the honesty where he goes like come on Jamie Lee Curtis leave us alone and she goes no I will not leave you alone Robert <laughs> <laughs> okay well there you go you know, you know, if you fight me, I'm just gonna fight you back. It's my nature. There's a lot of like nature themes or like it's animals. Just, it's and just so like space. it makes you wonder what she was like before because they had three kids yeah, together yeah. and like they were in love, assumably at some point. So it's like, did she, was she always like this kind of psycho? But she had kids and they have, I or guess, like good memories of her. I don't or did know. Did she snap? Those are the questions I have. And we know that's that when she snapped tonight on the ID network. We know snapped. from like early oh, I stuff love that, show. Yeah, that a good she show. got. We know we know that as a child she got fucked up because her dad killed himself. Yeah, and she, I think she saw his dead body or something like that. And then we find out a little bit later because Nessie has is like had her accident and she's kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know regressing and having and like she was. Wicked man, poor girl, great sin, great sin, great sin from oh, your yeah, father. She was like molested. And it's basically like she was molested by her dad, and, and you're like, okay, all right. Yeah. So maybe the trauma just bu- bubbled up to the surface, not made her leave, and then also made her psycho. But for, for like a couple years, she was uh, able Good. to have a, apparently some sort of healthy relationship with At least almost with a Peter decade Gallagher because of Kess kids. is that old, yeah. Yeah, and and then her demons caught up with her. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's fine. Take yeah. care of yourself, you guys. Yeah, practice some self care. Hashtag wellness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Go to therapy instead of stabbing a bunch of frogs, mm-hmm. or accidentally pushing your grandma down the stairs. Yeah, it was an accident. Or handcuffing your stepmom. Yeah, with and real honestly, handcuffs. Don't what? let kids put handcuffs. Don't don't, don't keep real handcuffs where your kids can play yeah. with them. If a if a twelve year old boy tells you to put some handcuffs on. Don't do it. My brother handcuffed himself when he was little with, I think, they were real handcuffs, and then they couldn't find the key for a while. <laughs> and then, then he had to, they had to cut off his hands. Yeah. <laughs> so now my brother doesn't have any it's hands. It's much easier to cut <laughs> hands <laughs> than it is. He has very cool, like, robot hands. Yeah. They're 
They're, they but are he can't really control cool. them. He has to move the fingers. You can't shake his hand. He'll crush. He he'll has crush to your manually hand. move his robot fingers. <laughs> yeah, because they're. I mean, they, they're not attached to his nervous system at all. They're just on there. <laughs> What's the point of them being? It's robotic? all they had. It's they're all they like had the, at the store. They're like the leg from I know who killed me. He's got to plug it yeah. in. Oh my every god! Night. It's all they had at the that store. It's not my fault. Sorry, Matt Soderback. It's not my Sorry. fault. Uh, ratings. Two and a half Juds. Yeah. Huh. Um. I like Jimmy Lee Curtis in this a lot. It's a lot of fun. She's going for it, but they found the movie pretty boring, and the kids were bad. Um, I'm going to give it two and a half Douglases as well for uh, the Jamie Lee dirty talk, the nudity, the Oedipal stuff. Oedipal stuff. Gross. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 kids kangaroo courts. <laughs> the prisoner is to shut up. <laughs> Your manager says for you to shut up. <laughs> that was in- entirely why I wrote it down. So good. There's a lot of people telling people to shut up in this movie, and I find it very funny. That's a funny thing to say to somebody. Shut up! You got a case of the shut ups, huh? I don't think anybody has told me to shut up in like <laughs> well, I mean, 25 years. I tell something. you, it could be arranged. <laughs> Go ahead, I dare you. <laughs> I double dog you. Dare won't you won't mean it because everything I say is so great. <laughs> Take it back. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm also gonna give it two and a half. It's om- it's honestly more of like a three. I mean, it's mostly doing. It's just yeah. fine. But it but like the stuff with the I found it just unpleasant. Jamie Lee Curtis is fun. Nessie's fun. But like a lot of the stuff with just the kids, you're just like it's frustrating and annoying. Yeah. And you're like this isn't any. This isn't my idea of entertainment. It's a, it's a weird fucking movie considering how kind of ordinary and in our wheelhouse. I expected it, it to go a little harder in some respects, and then yeah. It went it, it went a little hard in ways that I didn't expect, and that's cool, but I don't know. It went hard in ways that aren't fun. Where you're like, look at that kid sure is dying of blood <laughs> loss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that, wow, that cute little innocent Ow. boy is dying. <laughs> and he I was trying to get her water. Heart. He was trying to get her a glass of water. Oh, uh, those dumb fucking kids. Stupid fucking yes, kids. Yes, man, that kid's going to be... Boy, he's Look, got no chance. The kid, the kid tried to be—he turned into a wiener, wanted to get her a glass of water, ate shit, got what he deserved. That kid's gonna be in the re- in Congress as a Republican in a few years. Am I right, guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the next representative from Missouri. Uh, satire. Uh, and um, Douglases. Uh, oh no, uh, two and a half Douglases. Like uh, and again, maybe should be three, but it's just quite not quite enough. I mean, because the stuff is icky. You heard what yeah. we were what we were talking, about. you know, where she stands up naked in front of her kid, and she's basically sort of semi seducing her kid. Like that's pretty fucked up. But <laughs> nah. uh, and uh, what did you give it? What was your? I gave it ten out of ten. Kids kangaroo courts. <laughs> right, I'm gonna t- give it ten out of ten. Not particularly painful chest wounds. No. Oh, it's kind of like a canker sore oh. level pain. It's a little annoying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not supposed to be a ghost. You just got stabbed. You're not dead yet. I'll be a ghost too. Uh, I'm gonna give it three Juds because I liked it more than you guys. I thought I thought I love Jamie Lee Curtis as a villain. Um, I thought it went in some unexpected directions with the kids stuff and. Uh, the cut breaks at the end and the teeter tottering on the cliff. I loved it. Yeah, I, I love loved that it. Stuff. Why not? Teeter totter. Teeter totter. Seesaw. Uh, I think it, I think they both work. Seesaw. I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't. I'm just, I don't use the the words that much. But 
Is it a regional thing? No, I'm just yeah. I was, I was just saying. <laughs> did you a te- always teeter totter and a seesaw are the same thing? I don't, when you were growing up? I, don't I called it a seesaw growing up. Teeter totter. Now that sounds weird. Why'd I say it? I'm sorry for 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 yet another digression. But speaking of seesaws, like at the seesaw. peak at the peak of the pandemic, uh, there's a, a playground close to uh-huh. where I work where I would wait for a bus, and they had put. Uh, Police tape around the seesaw to keep people from using it. Damn. You know what? You know what it is, <laughs> you guys. Really funny. I think I call the thing itself a seesaw, and then if I'm talking about something doing this, teeter totter, I say it's teeter tottering instead okay. of seesawing. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't questioning you. I, I was know, just... but in, in turn, it made me question myself. Yeah. And you know what? I thank you for helping me grow each and every day. <laughs> Hashtag grow. Yeah. Diverse questions. grammar, and we appreciate that. You're welcome, you guys. I just try to bring I'm a little something extra to the show, you know. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to give it two and a half Douglases for everything we've talked about, the the Jamie Lee Cutter's nudity, the Oedipal shit, the... the, the <laughs> These Oedipals ain't shit. <laughs> the, the insinuation that uh, of the molestation. Nothing. It's been two hours. These Oedipals ain't shit. Oh, boy. And... I would take some more. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't take more. Look, it's only two more gummies. Sorry. Matt's shoveling the mushroom pills into his mouth right now. <laughs> He's eating so many edibles right now. <laughs> I am feeling pretty buzzed right now, by the way. They are working. Good. Like the microdosis is kicking in. And yeah. then I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 Game Boys. Yes. Oh, that's yes. Three. That's so many Game Excellent Boys. That's work. so many. What are you doing with all those? In 1993, a Game Boy was probably $200, Two, too, which is, which is $1,500 in today's dollars, if I do my math correctly, which I don't. Which you don't. Absolutely not. But still, very expensive. And that was Mother's Boys. Yeah. That is that. Next up. Hush. Hush. From the moment they met, he made all her dreams come true. Marry me. Is that a yes? I do. I love you, Jackson. His home was her home. You never told me it was like this. It's no big deal. (laughs) His family was her family. I'm Jackson's grandmother. You'll be a big hit around here. And his mother embraced her. She's a wonderful, wonderful girl, and I love her. But in this house... What about your mother? (laughs) There's only room for one mother. She's breeding herself a grandson. Now, you two aren't having any problems, are you? It's been different since we've been down here. What's this I hear about you wanting to have the baby at home? Why is she telling him things that I didn't say? God said you are most worthy. I don't know what has been going on between me and your mother, but I need you. Take the child to your bosom and become its mother. You murdered my son and got away with it. She'll do the same to you. Amen. TriStar Pictures presents... Is this my baby or is it hers? Hey, you. Good God. <laughs> oh God! Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth. baby goop versus yeah, baby goop versus mama Jessica goop. Jessica Lang, Jessica uh, Lang. I absolutely am who obsessed is, with Jessica who is who is quite good in this. She's fun. This is Jessica Lang's just so in her bag. This is what oh, yeah. Jessica, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is what, what she Jessica was born Lang to do. Fucking does. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you ever want to see Jessica Lange's character from Cape Fear as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a fan of Jessica Lange and any of the American horror stories. Which I have not seen. I'm a fan of Jessica Lange and literally everything that she's done. Me not too. necessarily that I like that King thing. King Kong 78. She is, she is an, an actor who is 100%. Actually, you know, she got bad reviews God, for so that cool. movie. And she's probably maybe not good, but that might, she might be the hottest woman that ever existed in King she's Kong. She's pretty hot. I love that movie. I think it's really good. Yeah. It's got this weird like this weird subtext about oil companies and shit. It's bizarre. And also this incredible John Barry score. Yeah. Hey, it's and some, he climbs it's the Twin else. Towers. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, it's man. Great. It's so good. Anyway. And Jessica Lange. I mean, my God. Hilarious. Charles Grodin in the Jack Black <laughs> role, so to speak. <laughs> it's quite something. Great movie. But this is this is her, you know, twenty years later, whatever, thirty. I don't fucking know math. Um, and she's got that, and she's doing that nervous, giggly. Oh, she's so energy cool. thing. And uh, you have, dude, dude. What do you guys think, Jonathan Skaik? Even worse, even more ineffectual than Peter Gallagher. In this case, yes, because it's like, yeah, he, he just won't even stand up to his mommy. He's n- he's a nothing character. He is. Yeah, he, he is, is so. Empty. It could have been literally anybody they yes. could have put in that, as and long as they like were. I didn't even realize it was handsome. him. And it's and he's handsome. Even his handsomeness is a liability. It's boring. Is he's like a boring kind of handsome? Like I don't actually think he's handsome, but I can understand that he is considered ha- a handsome, fine-looking person. You it's know a what I mean? Caricature of handsomeness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so conventional that it's nothing Hello. almost. I'm a. Handsome guy. Whoa, Travis just got so handsome I when did, he started talking like that. I did a like Jim Carrey rubber face thing and made myself <laughs> look like Jonathan. <laughs> uh, it was like, like that Luke Perry cameo on The Simpsons where all of his wrinkles. You looked like handsome Squidward from SpongeBob. <laughs> well, thank you. That's the nicest thing anybody said about well, ever. Uh, of all time, nobody's ever said "shut up" or that. Uh, <laughs> Shut or that you look like handsome, handsome Squidward. <laughs> handsome Squidward. <laughs> uh, so this movie starts with Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband Jonathan Sheck, and they're driving Empty into the suit. country. Because they're, it's Christmas time and they're going to go visit his mom, who lives on a horse farm. And he's never brought any girl. Never brought a girl mom. home. They live in New York. They live in New they York. Live a bohemian lifestyle in New York. We'll get. And I want to get to apartment. that. Yeah, I want to we'll get, get to that later. It's I'm enraging. so mad. It's yeah, so, yeah. It's so perfect that it's Gwyneth saying it too. I know. Yeah, that was hilarious to me. Although, well, we'll get to it anyway. Uh, they they're going to to stay with to visit Jessica, mommy Jessica Lang on the horse farm for the holidays. <laughs> I just love that. Mommy Jessica Lang on the horse farm for the holidays. Yes. That's the title of the movie. <laughs> yes. We're talking about a thousand acres, too. It's big. And if, and like apparently Gwyneth just had no idea that it was like, a, a, according to Jonathan Skank, apparently like it's some rundown Jonathan dump Skunk. or something like we that. We have a mortgage like, on it. Oh, you guys are so like fucking- a mortgage. It's a business. Yeah. But they're basically Rockefellers. It's like a vast, yeah. vast property. This is a very privileged movie. Everyone seems to think they have it a lot it's worse got a than little, they actually it's got do. A little, uh, it's got a little goop to it. It's there, got a little goop. goop to it, for there's sure. There's total classism and not, and not good- no, classism. not the good kind. It's, it's on the side of the good kind of classism. This, this property is called Kill Ronan, by the mm. way. Kill Ronan, and everybody wants to pr- save Kill Ronan. Wants to hold on to Kill Ronan, as you would. It's like ten thousand acres. I mean, it's cool, m- vast. It's pretty upstate New York. I Lots believe. of cool horses. Yeah. Anyway, some cool horses. <laughs> some cool horses, man. Not the <laughs> shitty horses. No, the cool ones only. Jessica Lang is immediately like jealous of of the young Gwyneth Paltrow, her son's fiance. Yeah, if we want to get to the Douglases, like she's introduced to Gwyneth Paltrow as Gwyneth Paltrow's naked. Well, because they're they're like she they're staying in sep they're supposed to be staying in separate rooms because it's a Catholic because it's a Catholic old thing. fashioned she's parents. Catholic she's old fashioned uh-huh. and then Gwyneth Paltrow is like you know 
uh, they you know they ended up uh, doing doing they their they're doing their deed <laughs> in, 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 in the room and then Jessica Lang shows up in the morning. Gwyneth Paltrow thinks it's like her husband or her boyfriend or her, her fiance in in the room, and then uh, she she ends up getting caught in the naked. She's like, she, got, she gets she gets out of bed butt naked and is like I'm gonna drain your balls again you motherfucker and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> just, we just, have customers in sorry <laughs> oh god I hated that so much like oh gosh that's not what she says <laughs> uh, shut up <laughs> there we go I had that coming for sure. That's not exactly. That's not quite what she says. But, she, but she, she says, says something kind of like sexual. She says like, "I love a man who basically can like have sex, <laughs> have sex with, me. with me really good and then make me a nice breakfast." <laughs> but she says it in a different way, but not it's quite. Cl- it's not quite. What she said it yeah, really said. yeah. Put make an average of those two. <laughs> and then the door opens, and it's of course this pot of coffee. Like I <laughs> oh, stop. I'm running away. But of course it's Jessica Lang, and she's like, "Well, oh my, oh, oh my, I do declare, heavens. oh dear." She's giving and me the vipers. What, and this is what's really fun about this movie is that this woman is as as you would expect, and as we'll find out, Jessica Lang is evil as the day is long. But she constantly is just like, "Well, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. oh my," and she's just constantly I hope giggling I see a and lot fluttering. Less of you when you come down for breakfast. Yes, exactly. And then you're just like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." Like at least she's gonna be fun. Yeah. And Jessica Lang. Still so hot. She's just beautiful too. Jessica Lang. She's she's the best part about this mediocre movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of competition. It's true. It's Jonathan's true. Jonathan is nothing. Jonathan Scott is dumb. Gwynny's on autopilot. Maybe actively annoying. Well, I mean, you know, in this period of her career, this is the mid '90s. This is when I had uh, like a tremendous crush on Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, she's like adorable. Seven and like yeah, I thought she was great. She's really pretty. Uh, uh, I don't. I think like looking back, I don't think she could ever act. What do you think? I wonder. I mean, when you when you when I really think back on her career, she must be. I, I haven't seen Emma before. People thought she's that was fine. really good. It's fine. I, I mean, never she's good in Royal Tenenbaums, but she doesn't have to do oh, much. Yeah. I do think That's that she's Tenenbaums. She's That's great. My favorite. I mean, I'm not saying she's always bad. I'm just sort of she's saying like good in Seven. She's well, she's yeah. really doing. She's the thing great that she in, does seven, in Seven, but she's got this. that one great scene. In and seven. she's in the exact same gear in this one where she's being very that she's good in that I like, but I forgot what it was about. It was a, it's like a coming of age bounce. movie I watched with her. It, it. was bounce. It was definitely it was bounce. Definitely, it's not definitely bounce. bounce. Guys. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! It's not bounce. It's bounce. The Don Roos. The Don Roos film bounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anywho. Anyway, I'm uh, not a huge fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. She's not and very then good. She in this. turned out to be a villain. I'm a huge fan life. of her courtroom looks lately. Though. <laughs> that was pretty. Luke's God, her courtroom looks. Her courtroom. Her looks. drips. Her drips. She looked really good. I bet you she looked definitely, she definitely looked like a very rich lady who was annoyed to be at a trial about going skiing. I loved it. Was she it the, looked was great. It the prosecution that was dressing her down, and it was the lady, and she was like, "And then you were wearing a ski suit, weren't you? I bet you looked great in that." Ski yeah, she's <laughs> like, "How tall are you? Five nine? God, I'm jealous." Isn't that like the <laughs> like, opposing? Like, yeah, look at those it shoes. Was the prosecution, yeah. He's going. She's going. God, you're so cool, and you're so. She was fabulous. like, "Well, tell tell the court a little about yourself." Actually, never mind. We all know. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. that was actually pretty shrewd. I mean, it I didn't work, it. but yeah, it was Nepo funny. Nepo baby who uh, got tired of your Hollywood career and became a con artist to, to, to build people poorer than you. That's so amazing. Good for you. Anywho, go for her. Go for her. <laughs> Great. Uh, so she the, took everything and made more out of Jessica it. Jessica Lang wants them to stay, you know, for longer, and and Jonathan Skunk is like, "No, we got to go home. I've got a job." <laughs> Jonathan Skunk. 
and uh, and then they go they go back to New York. And, uh, and that, was, that was interesting because it was just sort of like, huh, I really thought that we were going to be, I thought that's where it was going to happen. Well, I mean, it sort of does. And it does, but like, it's a change. They go, they go back to New York and there's this amazing moment when they go up to their like fourth floor loft walk up. This is astonishing. And, and they open the door and Gwyneth Paltrow is like, home sweet home, I guess. She goes, oh well, be it ever so humble. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, she said that. And it that. is a... Gorgeous loft. $10,000. It's a huge, like, open concept, like, open space, like, New York warehouse apartment. Yeah, Yeah, there's stairs in the apartment. Stairs Plants everywhere. Very cool. I did think it was cool that there's no ceiling on the bathroom. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Because, like, she's in, like, the living room area, and then, like, he's in the bathroom, and there's a shot from overhead. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, it's not like we're making, we're doing something like, you know, Kill Cut Bill or in, Brian yeah. De Palma, where it's, like, well, we're not seeing the ceiling. It's, like, no, there's just, there's just a partition for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I went to a bar, I, I went to the bathroom at a Blue Moon Tavern last night, and there was no Ooh. ceiling. Uh, from the, it was just from, the stars? From the, from the bathroom to the other bathroom. because Ginsburg oh. punched the ceiling it's fucking out. gross. Ginsburg I need. I need to rest. In 1957. I really need to rest. What were you doing at the Blue Moon Tavern? <laughs> I went and saw that really Renfield movie at the AMC. And the what then movie? Renfield. The oh, Vampire. you. How was that? Not very good. Okay. Um, but then uh, <laughs> that, the that, that, that bar's folks. right there, and I just wanted to cheat right, here or okay. whatever. Yeah. But what else next time? Yeah. I didn't want to. That's not. That's definitely not as close as the tavern right there. I know, but I mean, it's you better. Know, you know, it's better. Of course, I know it's better. I love Owls. If you don't know, live in Seattle, Blue Moon is a legendary yeah. shitty dive bar. That's it was pretty, their, That's pretty awful. It was their eighty ninth anniversary two days ago. It's yeah. their eighty ninth anniversary once a week. There. <laughs> it's it's filled with history. I've only been and there it's awful. three times. It's filled with life. history, and it's all the same three guys. The like, all the scumbag writers. So the, the railbirds that hang out there are something yeah. else. Let me tell you. All the worst writers of the sixties used to hang out here and get fucking drunk like cool uh, Ginsburg took a shit in that corner right there Steve yeah. Ginsburg it's though not there. Alan still it was his, his crappy cousin Steve Ginsburg this is a glass of Jaffe Ryder's piss <laughs> alright some some deep, deep Seattle talk on uh <laughs> well, the suspense is killing us this but week. Anyways. Anywho, they live in this gorgeous apartment. You could fit, uh, you could fit ten of my apartments into this thing. Absolutely, it, it is in Manhattan. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is like, what the fuck is with this plebeian lifestyle that we've got here? Yeah, and there's one thing. There's perfect. one thing that's shitty is that outdoor light doesn't work. Like right yes, outside the, like, their door, the, the light in the hallway, yeah, the so hallway to speak, light. doesn't work. Useless and she Jonathan keeps trying to get him to fix it. fix it. Yeah, what a he's like. I refuse. What a, what a dork. Anyways, what a soy boy beta cuck. He's a soy boy beta cuck. Uh, he's even more of a non-entity than that. He's just like, just he's yeah. a blank. But but at one point, Gwyneth is coming back to after. Uh, uh, oh, she finds out that she's pregnant. This is after. Well, we're... she goes. She goes to work the next day, and we meet her friend Debbie Mazer, who is not in this movie enough. Hey, Debbie oh, Mazer, I love her. Blink and you'll miss her. Yeah, but she's very funny. She's like, that was what my divorce was like. She's she, doing her whole. She has a she's bunch doing of, her shtick. Yeah, she's Debbie Mazar as hell. She's got a bunch of gags, and you're like, ah, okay, I'm glad that Debbie Mazar is in this movie. No, 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 no. It's she's like, gone. can we stop with the you know like Oedipal mom thing and just like hang out with Debbie Mazar in the in yeah. the office for a while? But yeah, so they, we find out that Gwyneth Paltrow is pregnant because she's doing a big presentation at her whatever uh, architectural public policy thing, and uh, and she just. Pukes in the middle of the presentation. She barfs on a guy. Yeah, she but just like President Bush that time. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin you like a Japanese brunch. <laughs> <laughs> bar. Anyway, uh, bar. 
Uh, yes, and she barfs, and that's how she finds out she's pregnant. But of course, we we might have forgot to mention when they were back in uh, Kill Martin. <laughs> was it Kill Martin? Lori Kill Martin? Yeah, the terror of Kill Martin. Uh, Brigadoon. Kill Ronan. Uh, she, at one point, she just found her diaphragm like out. Yes. For some reason, and I and presumably di- uh, Jessica Lang fucked with her diaphragm yeah. in some way because she didn't. This was this was accidental. Well, she says like apparently my bro- my diaphragm is broken or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and so that's Jonathan Skek finds out and is like, let's get married. And they're like, okay. And then just through, oh, oh. And so this is after she finds out that she's pregnant. She's going back up to her apartment again. And a fucking guy yeah. like, assaults her. Yeah. A, 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 a bur- quote unquote burglar. Mm-hmm. And he's like super creepy. And it's very important to, to remember what he says to her. Uh, Calls her pretty lady. One word. He's got a funny, weird voice. One word, and I'll slice you right open. You got that, my pretty lady? My very pretty lady. I know where you live. And she's like, I'm pregnant, and he slices her abdomen. Yeah. Just a wee bit. Yeah. And then they're in the the doctor's office, and they're like, we saved the baby. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's okay. But but that's just like, we're just going to take We put the special lavender oil on it that we got from Goop. <laughs> we put it. We put one of those weird porcelain eggs up you, so that should be fine. <laughs> it's we got st- a tracking device, so th- we steamed your vagina. She's, <laughs> the baby's gonna be fine. <laughs> we, we drained your husband's balls while we were. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> well, that's what we use to make the steam. <laughs> God. <laughs> Eighty percent like water. Yeah, it's true. Just like the human body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad uh, Emily's not here to hear I this. Know, no. <laughs> um, <sighs> all right, so she's in the hospital. Okay, and so like all this has happened. They've saved the baby, and now well, um, the the other thing is that uh, Jessica Lang, while they were at Kilronan, kept talking about like I might have to sell the ranch. Yeah. But I can't sell the ranch because it turns out. The son, Jonathan Skunk, has the controlling interest in the shares. The, the, the place was left to him by his father, who died under semi-mysterious circumstances that we'll learn about a little bit. And uh, the, but, the, but he actually owns the place outright, and she can't sell without his permission. And after this incident with the home invader, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is like, maybe I don't want to live in gross New York in this vast, vast, vast apartment. And instead, I'd like to live on a billion, a billion dollar ranch in upstate, and we'll run it, we'll renovate it, and you'll be able to get a loan because you're already filthy rich. And I hate when I have to choose between like a huge, beautiful warehouse apartment in, in New York City and like a beautiful, huge ranch. With a ranch cool about horses. the side of Rhode Island. And I feel like yeah. I have to do that at least once it's a week. It's so annoying. Another one of these choices. Goddamn it! I just want to have my my beautiful, you know, ten thousand dollar a month. Loft, and I want to live in Brigadoon or whatever. The and then there's the called. whole Mind Palace that you got to do upkeep on. Exactly, it's it's a and lot. Maintain my Mind Palace. <clears throat> well, that's why my Mind Palace Damn is de- like dilapidated and full of all that scary shit. Is because I'm oh, too yeah. busy. Your, your Mind Palace I'm sounds too like busy. a real nightmare. I've got these two incredible properties to worry to worry about and stress about. Yeah. Hey, it's more of a problem than anything else. But basically, they decide to move out there, and yeah. and. You know, build the business back up, and that's where so we, that they can sell it. And that's when we really get into what the movie is, which yeah. is, of course, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow versus Jessica Lange, who turns out to be like a, a psychopathic lady, 
who uh, may or may not have murdered her husband and blamed it on her son. Yeah. <laughs> at, at one point, Jonathan Skunk uh, talks uh, talks about the moment, and this is an interesting parallel to Mother's Boy Boys, um, because he, he he goes into like a su- surprisingly salient details about the the day that the night that his dad died. Yeah. And basically, his dad like fell down some stairs. And like landed on he a fell off like a ladder. Fell off like a ladder that he maybe bumped into and landed on a thing. It was made the bottom noise. of the stairs, though. It made this noise that I'll never forget. And we because he because he, he smashed his sternum on this thing or whatever. And then uh, Jessica Lang convinced him that it was essentially accidentally, but his fault. Just like Kess accidentally, yeah. but on still his fault, pushing his grandma down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. In uh, in Mother's Boys. What we're trying to say is, if you've ac- ever accidentally pushed someone downstairs, rethink it because maybe someone is blaming you for a murder. Yeah, maybe you're being gaslit. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, very much so. She's not a very nice lady. And we get a lot of these details from the grandma uh, character. Nina Falk. Nina Falk. Falk. Nina Falk. Who's She's a, so cool. Uh, a legend. Yeah. A legend of a golden age Hollywood legend. She's in- Noir and she's horror in, shit. I think the Ten Commandments. She's in all kinds of shit. It's like amazing. And she's good in this, too. Oh, she's fantastic in Yeah, this. I mean, she's Moses in the Ten Commandments. She's Moses in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazing performance. Yeah. Um, but uh, but she she's like basically Martha I believe mm-hmm. is is Jessica Lang she's like and this lady's name is Helen and she's uh, Jackson's grandmother but from his dad's side from the dad's side Alice. and the dad's side Who's Alice and, uh maybe that's Gwyneth okay I don't know it's uh, a bunch of like classic we don't po- like <laughs> we're Patri- not inserting ourselves it's with a lot names. of like patrician white people names like Martha Alice Helen that sort of Travis thing. Very, Travis. Um, but it, like she's, but she sees her at an event at one point. But she, but Jessica Lang is doing everything she can to like keep her away mm-hmm. from from the grandma, and the grandma is from the blue blood because the yes Jonathan Skunk's de- like cu- the family that he comes from is a good family, a proper yeah. It's his, it's his it's his paternal grandmother. That's just why yeah. they have and Jessica Lang kind of weasels her way into because she was a ranch hand she's a or something. Dirt, she's a low class nothing yeah. who was a who was a shit reeking uh, horse Yeah, working horse on the horse maid or whatever they call it. Ball training horse. <laughs> oh my god. And they go into a lot of details uh, with this about how she like she knew how she like mated horses with each other oh, all the what time. What are you doing with your hands? Oh, like literally Are you jacking like, off two horses right this, now? This, this is what they're talking about. This is like how you mate horses. Sometimes you got to do then, it manually. And then she's like, <sighs> she could do it all by herself because it takes like five guys to do it. Yeah, it's not even a metaphor. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. like literally because she's because like it, she actually got uh, Gwyneth pregnant and she's she's working things out. She, so it's like this kind wait, of gross. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean she got Gwyneth pregnant? Well, she, she fucked with her she diaphragm, fucked with the diaphragm, which is how she ended up getting pregnant. How did she fuck with it? We don't. We really don't know. know it was just on the counter. It, it was out, and then also later when she says she's pregnant, she's like, "My diaphragm didn't like it was broken, had a hole in it." Oh, yeah. But she's but Jessica. Lange the implication is, really good is that Jessica Lang has been orchestrating all. Yeah, because she shit. wants the baby. She wants the baby. And she's because she's from a dirty, no account, dirt family, and uh, and she just wants to horn in on decent people's wealth. That, that it seems earned. like she's your done la- that. <laughs> your language today—it's just like <laughs> this is a very cla- this is a classic, a classist movie in a in a uh, in the direction of the aristocracy, which is very weird. <laughs> and the fact that Gwyneth is like in it too is like yeah, makes it extra kind of like weird. fuck you. Even though this is my favorite of the three movies, still interesting. I think it's my least favorite of the three movies. Interesting. Well, I, I mean, at the end of all this, we're gonna have to rank all the bad moms. That's true. <laughs> Catherine Hahn. 
<laughs> Veronica Those Mars. Those movies are good. <laughs> Those I'll, movies are a yeah. fun time. I thought, we should have just watched Bad Moms, Bad Moms 2, and Bad Moms Christmas. And, or, I, always, yeah. I thought those movies, I only saw the first one, okay? But I think that, I thought it was really funny because it was like Bad Moms. And I'm like, they just kind of have they a little too much wine. They just want to have fun. <laughs> uh, me and Nick love the Bad Moms movies. <laughs> They're not that bad, is kind of what I'm saying. Just they like, just want to relax. They get a little tips and maybe, you know, somebody loses a pair of pants or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They have not, a party, it like, goes a little too long. They're not like Ed Gaines' mom. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like that who was like <laughs> seeing Johns in front of him or whatever. Tricks. <laughs> seeing tricks. Johns. Yeah, I want to keep my son in the room while that's like serial killers. That's all. Confessions of a trick mama. Trick uh, baby. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so Gwyneth is getting. Uh, Gwyneth getting the is dirt getting... from from the the from the mother-in-law who, who was who like, I never trusted this. this. Like senior center, yeah. this nice ass nursing assistant facility. Yeah. Uh, she just wants to yeah. steal the seed of rich people and like and then horn in like she 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 gets pregnant or gets somebody pregnant and then takes over the baby and the baby has the connection to the rich side of the family and that's yeah. how she controls the wealth is by controlling the heir. Yeah. So and that's like her whole agenda. But of course what's fun about her character is that is that she's again just galang in like a giggly fl- fluttery mode. Yeah, yeah. And so she's like the it's just evil as all hell. She's killed people before. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to make you a cake. Yeah. You know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> so it's, oh, my. Well, good, goodness me. I, I wouldn't have <laughs> a Sort of thing. So it's it's really fun. Uh, at least her performances. But, I mean, like, the movie's only about 95 minutes long. It's not very long. It moves pretty quick. After she after she gets the dirt from the mother-in-law, she starts to suspect that something's up with Jessica Lang. Also, the mother-in-law is feeding the ducks pills. Can we talk about that for a second? Remember <laughs> that part? the grandma, yeah. Yeah, the grandma. Uh, she was just, like, tossing all her pills, and she's like, do you have the quote for that? Did you write that she's, down? She's, she's like, like, I, give them, I give them all of my different pills, and she's throwing pills into the water where the ducks are, and then and then it ends with this inexplicable line. She goes, that she's referring to the ducks. She goes, they're the oldest living Confederates in America. Oh yeah, fascinating. Uh, okay, I don't know. All right, lady. But the, this okey doke is this family also also like the descendants of Confederates Probably. too? Is this the South? But that's just not the story I mean, we're it, telling it right now. It seems like it's supposed <laughs> to be in upstate New York, but maybe it's in. Uh, do they say where it is? I don't it's, remember. I, I swear to God, it's in upstate New York. It but has I guess to be. Maybe they're somehow descendants of uh. Southern, I, or maybe it's just an old lady being crazy. Like I don't know. It's a weird line. Um, but yeah, she was a stable girl. Now she's breeding a grandson. Ooh. Nobody leaves Martha. Yeah, uh, and at a certain point, Martha is d- doesn't like that the that this gram- granny is like saying true things t- to Gwyneth, and she sort of tortures her a little bit. Oh my gosh, yeah, she goes to the the nursing facility or whatever the hell they're called, but it's like a really upscale one, and the the older lady is in the steam room, so she's sitting on one of those things where it's like basically a big like tent around you that steams you, mm-hmm. and she's in a wheelchair too. And it's next to a pool, and I was like, dude, she's going to get like pushed in the pool or something like that. But she didn't. But basically, Jessica Lang is like, hey, you need to stay... Or, no, she starts off and she's like, is this like a pretty fancy establishment that you're at? And she's like, oh, I should yeah, think so. I should. Or she's like, is this a cheap place? And the lady's like, well, I wouldn't know, but you would know what's cheap and not. So she like, there's a little battle of wits Absolutely. here. They're, they're both, they're both kind of sassy women. And then she's like, you need to stay away from from my family because I'm paying for you to be here, basically. So, And you said that you would just stay away from everyone. And then she like turns the 
steam really cold or something. Regret, after make regret. after body shaming this elderly woman who mm. is bound to a wheelchair by like lifting mm. up her tent thing and being like, and we see what time has done to you. And it's like, Ugh. damn. And she can't. She's not able to like move or anything. So she's kind of like stuck there. And regrettably, this 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 apparatus has been rigged up so you can just turn a knob and torture the person who's under. Yeah. The, like, so she know. turns it really cold and then she walks out and she tells the the lady working there that she needs ten more minutes. Freeze the bitch. That's but, that's, but that's just like that's a, kind shit. of interesting Hashtag how, how goop this shit. movie's constantly Steaming pulling your its... vagina. Yeah, we all, we you were away when we talked about that. We talked every time I leave, you guys talk about bit. steaming vaginas. Well, not every time. In real life, too. <laughs> not always. Yes, always. <laughs> uh, at one at one point, I don't, apropos of nothing. Um, the, I think it's Helen says about the nuns who run this. this <laughs> They've got place. some steamy vaginas. She's these nuns love a fetus, which I thought was fascinating yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, what? But it, but like how this movie is constantly, especially at the end, like softballing everything yeah. is like pulling its punches. <clears throat> well, then like she, the, the, she doesn't kill the granny; she just like threatens her, and then yeah. she's fine. Yeah, then I thought she was going to die. Gwyneth finds no. out that the that the the weird the weird redneck ranch hand guy is the guy that was the burglar. That's when she's unf- that's when she's fully escaping. That's yeah. like when it's full frantic escape mode. When it happens very quick. This movie is kind of is short and a slow burn. Mm-hmm. So when everything starts happening, they have like 20 minutes left to do it. Right. When she it finds the necklace. In. She the finds the locket that the guy took from her when he Which had home a picture invaded. of her parents who passed away long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in this room that Jessica Lang has set up for her, but they've already decided that they're moving back to New York because But she they set don't up a along. whole nursery. And, she, and, she, and Jessica Lang's yeah. going, "I didn't think you were going to find it. I just had it all set and up then I'll so ship you could see what you. it looked like." And then ship it over. You're like, "Okay." Oh, and we good, forgot good about thinking. about her like Encouraging the, for her, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow to have an amnio, mm-hmm. and like cornering the the OB who is fucking Al, Al Holbrook is the is the like baby birth and doctor. Al Holbrook, yeah, spreading in, rumors in that she wants to have a home birth. Being a little flirty yeah. with Al Holbrook. That she's worried. Oh, she talks to the guy, the the wh- whatever the baby doctor. Well, I think he's just the town doctor. Yeah, you know? probably. I've born every like, baby you know, in Rochester, New York for the last 400 years. <laughs> she's like, I'm Gwyneth is really nervous. She's really nervous. She heard, that, she heard that first babies are always really late, so she's like really nervous about having it too late. And the doctor's like, well, if she wants to have it earlier, basically you just give her the same pills you give the horses when they do their labor, and she'll have it earlier. We, By can, the we way, can arrange that. oxies. Here's how to do it. Yeah. Yes, what you want to do is give them ivermectin. Yeah. That's how you get it. It, but it she goes. Everything. She goes into the veterinary cabinet and gets like a fucking oxycodone or whatever for the horse. I think horse, it's actually oxytocin. Oxytocin, which is the same shit, really. Yeah. Um, she puts it in a cake. She makes a beautiful strawberry. Yeah. It's a beautiful looking cake. I wanted of course it. This lady but then makes she took. But cake. then she took the strawberries and just like dipped them in the ground up oxytocin and put it on the cake. I'm like, they're gonna. You can taste That's that. That's not how I would. That's not how it. you do. It. You mix it into the yeah, cake. Yeah, You mix it into the, obviously. Everyone. And then, it, and then it's also like the, she. They're fully enemies at this point, Gwyneth. And she, Gwyneth is trying to escape and being as tactful with it because because the she's been Jessica Lang's been trying to drive her and Jonathan Skunk apart, of course. Yeah. And then Jonathan Skunk finally is like, I don't want to lose this woman, so all right, I'll finally do we'll the bare minimum New York. for my pregnant wife here, and like we'll go back to New York like you want. Fine. We'll go to a real hospital. So he's like he's in the end doing the right thing, but grudgingly because he's very, very he's weak. A dumb dumb. Uh, yeah, he sucks. He's but, a but, then, head. but then to to <clears throat> to Gwyneth's, uh, you know, this is not this doesn't reflect well on her. So this evil woman that she knows is pretty sinister and does not have her 
best uh, intentions in mind, no. has given her a cake and is like, seriously, eat that cake, honey. I made it eat for it, you. Eat it, eat it. And she's like, I don't know. And then she does. <laughs> I guess she's pregnant. She <laughs> can't yeah, control herself. The cake was made out of pickles and You're peanut like, butter. and She just had a craving. <laughs> you got to eat the fucking cake? Butter. Come on. It was a good-looking cake, It was because of the oxytocin. The, the love, they call that the love drug, you know. <laughs> oh. It helps It helps mother and infant bond, It's very say. romantic. <laughs> I'm not making that up. No, that's great. This is an edutainment podcast, though. <laughs> uh, but this is where you get the, basically the climactic set piece of the movie. Gwyneth is starting to go into labor, and she's escaping at the same time. She runs, in, she runs and uh, I think she distracts Jessica Lange, gets into a car, starts driving around off-roading on their... Connecticut-sized property that they live on. I mean, she just—it's a very big place. Another instance of when people are escaping and they drive like fucking lunatics, and I'm like, all you need to do is drive like a normal human on to, the road to get out of your situation. Yeah. But instead, these people get in the cars and just like drive it like it's a like Super Mario Brothers yeah. or Mario Kart, whatever. <laughs> Doing thing, donuts yeah. and shit. Ripping uh, donuts in the parking lot. She ends up goop. on some farm, and the and it's a guy who doesn't have a mask on, but is like, "Well, hello there, pretty, pretty lady. lady." And she's like, "Ah, dun, dun, dun. it's all coming together." What a weird plot! What a weird plan for. And Jessica she is Lang. very pregnant. And I, I would love to see the scene where Jessica Lang's like talking to this farmer. I I need you to go fake mug my. <laughs> My okay, I know. I okay, would just ma'am. Do it myself, my daughter but I think you would do such a better job. I'll bake you a big cake if you go to New York City. Unbelievable. And fake mug and cut my daughter's so strange. belly. Okay. Uh, yes, and then uh, she, I, I th- then she ends up on the road, and she's trying to like signal down, signal cars to come, like pick her up, just to get out at any sake. She's going into labor. Yeah. Uh, and then Jessica Lang's comes and picks her up and it's, she has a kind of a fun line fun yeah. classic bad guy line where she's like you think you're some alley cat dropping your litter by the side of the road I loved that I loved Drags that drags her back to the house again and Gwyneth it, it gives birth and then and then but then at this point knows the full deal and it's time for her to start taking the power back yeah. well wait so she makes her give birth she, she sets her up in this bed she doesn't give her any sort of pills for pain so no, she no, makes no. her feel every makes moment a big, of makes it. A big point because of it. that's what a mother is all about. It's all about remembering the pain. the pain and the sacrifices that you make for your baby. And she has the baby, and Jessica Lang just takes this baby and is like, Oh, there, like, I'm, I'm going to love you. And just leaves Gwyneth Paltrow to just bleed out on the bed, basically. <laughs> and then gnarly. is going to shoot her up with some murder drugs or whatever. Then she's going to kill her. That's like the, that's the diff- that's the difficulty level of Jessica Lange's plan. Is yeah. that she's got to kill Gwyneth but can't do it too soon. But too gotta bad. Got to get that baby. Because before when uh dumb Jonathan shit skunk <laughs> Jonathan skunk Jonathan skunk Jonathan uh, Shack called he heard that there was something amiss. So he's racing home and he ends up getting into the room before Gwyneth Paltrow can die, I guess. It's perfect for the for his character. The timing is too good. Too that like when Gwyneth is going through all this stuff, she's like in labor and escaping a lunatic. I mean, as as about as arduous a situation yeah. as a person could be in. He is like at the he's at the races. Yeah, he's at a horse race going like. Let well, it they're ride. selling they're selling the horses. They're selling the horse, but he's just having a nice sunny day at the racetrack. Well, she yeah. Well, that's well, <laughs> Jessica Lang induced labor to to make it that way so that he wouldn't be around. Exactly. And then she's planning on basically killing her after she gives birth to the baby. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Sheck manages to get there just in time Very to close. to inter- interrupt that. And but that's basically the end of the movie. 
At a, at a certain point, uh, Jessica or uh, Jessica Lang comes back into the room and is like, "There she is. She's all she's all mine. I'm gonna I can finally kill her and I'll say whatever to my son." But then he's actually sitting there and she's like, "Why don't you get out of here?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, mom, I, I heard won't. you." It's and like, also, I know that I didn't kill dad. That you killed dad. <laughs> yeah. This all comes up. This is very perfunctory because now we're at the we're at the like the extremely tossed off ending, where everything gets concluded in the. The most kind of boring least, way least possible. Way. It's very strange. I was waiting for like a climactic violent showdown here, and instead Gwyneth Paltrow was like, no, you suck. And he's like, that's right, Mom, you suck. We're leaving. And then they leave. Yeah, and, and then Gwyneth, it's over. And Gwyneth has a, like a figures out basically what happened when the dad the was dad, killed. Yeah. The, yeah. And of course, it's that Je- Jessica Lang. Well, she goes into her sh- mind palace and does <laughs> some Sherlock shit there. <laughs> exactly. Jessica Lang was, of course, because she had blamed she had she had told Jonathan Skunk, "Your father was cheating on me," and then he right. fell down the stairs, and you did it. But what really happened was, of course, she was cheating on him. Yeah. And then he fell down the stairs, and then she killed him when he fell down the stairs yes. with this device. And then Gwyneth puts this all together like a detective on the spot, it, like abs- like it's in the court with all the with the evidence and yeah. like yeah. all the stuff. And Jonathan Skunk's like. Yeah, it's conclusive. You're guilty, Mom. And we're leaving. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. And she's like, no, don't leave me alone. I'm so sad. And then it's over. And that's it. So disappointing. They just sort of leave. I was into this until the end, and I was like, what? This is this is like- this I protest. Is, 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 it feels Dolph like two, one of two things. Like, well, A, they had some sort of fucked up ending, or maybe more interesting, but like just weird and unsatisfying ending. That audience, test audiences were like, no, and then they came back and were like, fine, we'll just give you this. Or the test audiences didn't like this, and they were like, we're not giving, we're not doing I mean, reshoots. or it just sucks. It's such a, it's such a nothing, though. I can't they believe it. They visit the grandma, though, and let her hold the baby. Isn't that how it ends? I think it maybe ends Where he's, with she's that, holding like, the baby, and then it kind of pans out, and it's over. Yeah. Yeah, grandma, you were the good guy, and you're from the good family. So let's separate ourselves entirely from any of those dirt people. <laughs> well, the, they are the psychos. Dirt people, the horse. We're Brahmins. Horse persons. We're all Brahmins through and through. It's fine. <laughs> it's just a. It's just like you know. I thought it was building to some kind of exciting climax there, and it totally doesn't. Fifteen years later, uh, Gwyneth heads a nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't do anything. And she meets the guy from Coldplay. <laughs> yes. Great. It's real. It's a really inert ending. Oh, Gwyneth does does get to slap Martha. That's like that's like <laughs> that's the, true. The she does fun. she does bitch slap. And it her. is pretty fun. It's not quite as cool as, um, what's her name? Annabella Shioria, where she punches <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay over the table. One of my favorite scenes we'll, in movie we'll history. We'll get to the great Rebecca De Mornay here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll get to her. Uh, but she slaps her pretty hard and she goes down. It's yeah. pretty fun. But that's but again, it's small small favors here at the end. Uh, I think I pretty much read all of the good stuff. Oh, this is this is quintessential Jessica Lange's character in this movie. Is that when Gwyneth has been hemorrhaging blood because of giving birth? It's it's pretty harsh. And then and then she goes, "Look at the mess you've made of my linens." <laughs> so good. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, and then at, at one point she's this is Jessica Lange talking to Jonathan Skunk. And she goes, that wife of yours needs to go where she belongs, back home to Manhattan. Of course. <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. You're like, ah. And then I really liked, I loved this part where uh, Gwyneth is talking about Helen, the, the grandmother who know, has actual information. And she goes, I, I was thinking I was going to go see Helen again. She goes, no, I forbid it. 
<laughs> she starts giggling. Doesn't Gwen say something like, I don't think I've been forbidden to do anything yeah. since, like, whatever. Yeah. And then she walks away, and she's like, I'm going to go talk to her, and then Jessica Lang makes a horse attack her. <laughs> and they're like, she walked right in front of that horse. I mean, she kind of yeah. walked by the she horse. Did. She walked she close did. enough to where if the horse was, you know. She goes, hey, horse, kick that lady. Horse, yeah. kick that lady. Kick like, At that point, I was like, all horse. she did was say hey real loud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the horse went. You know how to talk to us. Of course, of course. <laughs> and she refers to Gwyneth Paltrow when she's praying. There's no when she she's like in confession and then it turns out there's no priest there, but she's laying out her lot and she's like very like she's like one of those ladies who's religious in a scary way. Mm-hmm. And she and she refers to Gwyneth Paltrow as a daughter in law from the land of the Moabites. What does that even mean? I know, but the, you know, the Moabites, Moabites probably aren't good. Yeah, I mean, they got to be better than the Maccabees. Oh, God. What is a Moabite? I don't, I don't know. know. You're, feel is free to look it up at home. What, you know, I don't know what a Moabite is. <laughs> we have I such sights to show you. <laughs> daughter-in-law from the land of My daughter-in-law's going to show me sights. <laughs> My daughter-in-law's made out of CDs, and she's a monster. Is she oh, pinhead, or one. is she butterball? That is not the best one. Chatter is the best one? No, this. You think the CD guy is yeah, the best cool. one? Yeah, he's cool. I think that. Uh, and then Shatter of the main ones. I think that sure. either the chick or Pinhead are the best ones. Boring. Boro Snoro. Boro Snoro. I have never been to the island of Boro Snoro. <laughs> I'll have you know, young lady. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, let's get through this one. Ratings. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna give this two and a half Juds. Would have been three if it had an ending. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jessica Lang is the whole movie. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like one Douglas for it's, the. Uh, <laughs> it's weird because I want to give it more Douglases just for the fake quote that Travis said about draining balls, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it was not in the movie. We can't do that though. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna give it one for the uh, for the body double nude intro. Clearly not. Yeah, they, they actually uh, don't even cut away. They, it's just like a cut within the same. There's shot. a couple of weird, awkward cuts where you can tell it's not really Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. It's Gwyneth Paltrow from the shoulders up, and then it cuts, but they don't cut away. It's just it cuts to a, a different other person's person, butt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird. some person's butt. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, like maybe it was in Gwyneth's contract where like, no, you have to do it so they know it's a body double. <laughs> I want to leave no doubt. But yeah, there's. I mean, and then you know, some of the some of the horse sex talk is pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah, like the, just the real on the ground graphic descriptions of how. Yeah, but uh, so maybe one, you know one Douglas, and I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it ten out of ten steam vaginas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why not? Uh, uh, I'm going to give it two and a half as well. I was I, this was like an easy three, like the most of the way. Most of the way through, I'm like easy three. This is the uh, and it's so in our wheelhouse. This is such in our us in our bag doing this movie. It's just perfect. It's very and then it's just so inert. I've been wanting to do this movie for years. Yeah, it just just should be a little hornier. So strange. Hush, more like shush. Mm. (laughs) You tell (laughs) him. Basically, mean the same thing. Uh, but uh, exactly, that's the joke. That's over my head or under my knees. <laughs> it's it's down. It's low to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I can't pick it Close up. to the ground. Close to the ground. Uh, I'm gonna give it one Douglas for the reasons that Matt mentioned, and I'm gonna give it. God, I had something. Uh, ten out of ten forced pregnancy cakes. Yeah, there we go. Okay. 
I'm going to give it two and a half Judds. Uh, I thought this was, like like we said, just a, a perfect movie for this kind of podcast, but it wasn't as like sleazy as I kind of wanted it to be. Jessica Lange fucking rules. It was... I really liked the settings on, on Kilronan. It was really pretty. And the cool horses were cool. Uh, <laughs> zero Douglases. Had nothing for me. And then I'm giving it 10 out of 10 cool horses. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. You're a horse I girl now. I noticed how cool the horses were. I, descri- sure were I described the horses as cool one time earlier, and then I was like, Emily, why'd you call them you're a horse? Horses? You're a horse girl So now, now I'm just going with it. Fucking cool horses. I like to think There's when a lot you were cool watching horses. this movie, like every 10 minutes, you were like, ooh, because cool. there was a horse. <laughs> cool. Whoa, look at that fucking guy. When I was you can't the get fair, a horse for your birthday. You already got a peach tree for your birthday last year. When I was at the Yakima Fair a couple months ago or whatever the hell this year, you can touch the mules. <laughs> a couple of months ago or whatever the hell. <laughs> it was within the last year. Yeah. You can Time go up to the mules and it. touch them touch and pet them and stuff, and they, they can't do nothing about it. You can shove that them if you want really to. That sounds really rude. Can you just shove a mule? <laughs> I guess they, you yeah, can they just let shove a mule, but actually, they can't do anything about it. There was a farmer there. I was like, can They're I shove your mule? They're not allowed to I don't care. mule can't do anything about it. You shove him all you like. <laughs> Shove Khaleesi all you want. Khaleesi. <laughs> this is my mule, Cal Drogo. But then they had horses. You can shove him all you want. <laughs> I insist. I'll give you my, sh- my own shoving gloves. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're called shoving mitts. <laughs> but then they had horses, like, you know, which everybody want, but they had them barricaded and off. And you couldn't and like, touch you the horses. Do not touch these horses. They will kill you. Get off your high horses. Like, the horses are all fucked up or something. I don't know. Watch out for horses, everybody, but they are cool. I mean, we all know that people getting kicked in the head by horses was how everyone died in the past. It was the, the primary mode of death up until the invention of the vehicle, yeah. of the motor vehicle. Motor vehicle. And then it was just capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> all right, speaking of capitalism. Now for my favorite movie. Oh, God. Your favorite movie of all time. Of all time. 2011's Mother's Day. Birthday cake in 10 minutes, guys. You left the door unlocked? Maybe. What the hell? What the hell are you guys doing in my house? State authorities have just released the identities of suspects. That's a terrible sketch. Wanted for rape and murder. The bank robberies. Johnny's been hurt. We're at the house. Just get mother and get here fast. What are we gonna do about this? So, Mom, I gotta fix this. Control yourself. Mama's coming. She's not gonna be happy. Hello, mother. Please, get up. Make yourselves comfortable. I'm so sorry. I don't want you lying there on the floor. Go sit down on the sofas. Now, you fail to cooperate with anything, there will be consequences. I thought it was 2010. Why am I getting the years wrong on these? I don't know. Depending I on how you look, I got 2010. I got 2011. It doesn't, doesn't I matter. Care. I do not care. <laughs> this is directed by Darren Lynn Boozman of Woo. multiple Saw films. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's boozing it up. Um, <laughs> I I thought that this like had a decent premise, and I love Demorna in it, but it's just it's just a torture porn movie. Torture yeah, porn. but it's all so fun. Yeah. Uh, I got bored really fast. Torture porn is tied is in a three way tie with my least favorite genres in film, uh, which are the trauma movies. Not really okay. a genre, but okay. Yeah, maybe genre isn't the word for it, but like categorizations, Vibes. and and then just like real, like trash romantic comedies. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I watched um, 
he's just not that into you because we had it in the in the office you were one not time that and it was like it. and it was like making <laughs> my head hurt you know sort of thing I, the okay so a lot like of torture porn a lot of torture porn is bad but i feel like when this type of like mid 2000s or like 2010s kind of trash can be done with with a little bit of like when they get a little creative with the kills and it's just like so fucking bleak, it's kind of a blast to me. And I don't know what that says about me. I should like this because the thing you're describing is definitely something that I'm into. And and I, I kind of was like initially enjoying the, the smirking sadism. Yeah. But it's two hours and I just got I know. Bored. It is it is over long. Also, I do Jail. also love when it's just like... Here's a party with a bunch of shitty people, and now let's wait until these people die. Yeah. And I, I'm, I kind of am all about that, and that's why I love slashers so much too. I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna have to break it into two Judd ratings because I think that this is probably for the kind of thing it is a perfectly fine movie, but it's perfectly had cl- no chance cr- for me, which is like not really fair. Yeah, it's like rating all the f- like fish albums or, or something the super like that. I can't put like one right. over the other. It's all just crap. I can't do. Uh, but uh, but this has got Rebecca DeMornay in it, and she's not great. enough. Absolutely, I mean she's there for two days. Yeah, this this it's not like we're getting screwed. You get a lot more it's Sean not, Ashmore than you get of Rebecca DeMornay. Uh, our hero, Sean nobody Ashmore. wants him. But it's not disingenuous. Everyone wants to say. him. No, he's a great guy. The disagree. He's, he's such a he's such a just a I don't even know how to describe Who, him. Which one is Sean Ashmore? He's the doctor. Oh, is that Iceman? Iceman, Bobby. Iceman. Yeah. Okay. Or that, the guy from the ruins too. He's just such like a he's such a schmuck. Yeah. Is there Just enough Frank Grillo in it for you? Frank which, which Grillo, Frank Grillo is the doctor. Oh, my name is Frank. Sean Ashmore is the doctor. Frank Grillo Frank is the guy. The dude. <laughs> Frank Grillo is the dude in the orange sweatshirt. Oh, the the owner of the house. Yeah, the owner of the house. He's the guy who's who having looks the affair. Like his, he's the guy I thought he was a doctor. Like no, the doctor Sean Ashmore. There you go. He's the dude that's having an affair. He's one of the dudes. He's with the dude who dies. Everyone if that, dies. If that helps. <laughs> Literally everyone dies except like two or three of the girls. And, and screams and dies. We are introduced. There's a big old storm happening. And uh, well, before we get to that, we, there's a uh, like a sort of prologue where a, a, ba- a lady steals a baby from a hospital. Yes. And this is how you. Oh, this yeah. is This and this also sets the stage for where, where I like basically was like oh. Because uh, you see, it's like a suspenseful scene. There is like this, the area wherever the nursery where they put mm-hmm. all the babies after they've been given birth to, in, in those little in their little containers. <laughs> yeah, their little jars. And like and like so, it's a suspenseful music and stuff like that. And someone's breaking in. We don't ever see the person's face. They're shooting around the face because it's Rebecca DeBornay twenty years ago, thirty years ago, whatever yeah. it is. And she steals it. That's her whole deal. She steals babies and makes them into her like army of psychos. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, and she, she steals a baby, a and then like a guard comes in and is like, "The baby's gone." And then someone like comes out from behind her and, and stabs him, and it's and it's done in such a way where it's just like stab, 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 and blood is spurting everywhere. And I was like, "Oh Woo! no!" And I was cheering because I was like, <laughs> "This gonna be, movie this is going to be one of these. This movie is going to be trying to shock me." <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> me and Travis having opposite reactions Absolutely. at this point. <laughs> you know, there needs need to be a split screen there of us like seeing be. that scene, like where you're like, "Oh," and I'm going, "Oh." <laughs> oh. And then it, yeah, then it fast forwards to present day where there's a big old storm happening and are we introduced to, to the horny dinner party first or the car? It's the car full of psychos first. first. Okay. And the one, the one kid who's been like mortally wounded, he's got this makeup on that's like he's just dead. <laughs> he's just like gray yeah, he's out. Like, it looks like he was frozen a lot. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. He looks like one of the vampires from Twilight. 
Oh, the thing that so was not sparkly. The, that was sticking in my head the whole time watching this is Tarantino torture porn because it's a torture uh, porn and it's also Tarantino references. Dudes. Yeah, this is all this is all Reservoir Dogs shit. It's even like you're not gonna die. You quit being a goddamn fucking pussy. He's like, all right, I'm like Larry, <laughs> sort of thing. And this guy, and then and then remember that part in Reservoir Dogs. Sorry for like the spoiler here. This this is the dynamic. There's three psycho brothers. Yeah. Well, the ones who's the leader, the one who's like the wild card, and the one who's been shot. Yeah, who's the baby? And he, the one who's been shot, has to be doing his keyed up like suffering thing the whole way. The whole the time. Movie. Yeah. And you remember that part in the Res- Reservoir Dogs where Harvey Keitel's like, you can uh, you can live a long time, a gut you know gut shot it takes a long time. It's to really die painful, me. but it takes a long time to die. This guy could have lived until his 80s with this gut shot. <laughs> <laughs> like he is constantly at the verge of death and never dies through the whole way through. <laughs> it's just insane. He gets one of the he gets one of the dumber plot twists in this movie. Yeah, I thought he was going to die at one point and then I was like, "Wait, he's still alive?" Yeah. I mean, you guys, I'm not trying to say this movie is good, but out of these movies, I did have a well, good I mean, time. I mean, if you enjoyed it, that's fine. I'm not holding it against you. It's just not my thing. No, for sure. I understand. You got to differentiate. I, I, I personally think this is probably it's probably a perfectly good example of this sort of thing. Right, it's just right. the sort of thing I can't stand. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely hated it. But anyway, uh, but yeah, now we now we cut to the party, and there's there's funny stuff in this party. God, this party! It's a birthday. I believe it's a birthday party, or it's just a party they're having. No, it's a birthday party because there's a cake, and somebody wore a monkey because a monkey knocked over the tray. Yes, exactly. So they're all partying in the basement because there's a big storm happening in the basement. It's the most secure spot. And this is the type of party where everyone's just like really horny. People are making out. People are grinding on each other. Everyone's had sex. Amazing scene where Frank Grillo is is like playing pool. Sizzle chest. Sizzle chest. And uh, he's pl- he's like at the pool table in a in a lazy and I don't know who these la- who these people are at this point or what their dynamic is and a lady comes up behind him and is like rubbing her boobs on his butt or whatever and she's like show me your stick show me your stick work birthday boy Ooh. and he's like I don't think my my wife's gonna like that and his, his wife's, wife's right, there. right there and she's like and she's I don't pregnant. like it and she's pr- it's Jamie King from Pearl Harbor. Uh, What's Jamie King in? I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't but, remember. I mean, I know, I know who she is, but I don't remember what she's. She's, what she's in, in stuff. Was she in Heroes from Mother's Day? Also, it's weird because it's soon to be found out that Jamie King knows that her husband's cheating on her with somebody in the room, mm-hmm. but she's not quite sure who it is. It, so it that means that lady. that means that is even worse. It wasn't the stickwork lady, is it not? I no, because she's a black lady. No, it was the other girl, the girl with, with brown straight hair. I don't okay. remember. The I watched this yesterday morning. <laughs> and then, like part of the deal with this sort of movie is like it's just a bunch of like assholes yeah. set because up the Because the quote unquote so, like, slutty lady actually was married to the dorky dude with the toupee. The right. toupee that was sewn into his scalp. It was like super glued well, to Maury's his Well, Maury's wigs never come the off. hell? <laughs> There's wig jokes in this. Okay, the the parts that, that was <laughs> making me think that I was rules. the part that was gonna was making me think <laughs> oh, I was going to like this movie at first before it clicks into full on torture po- porn mode and is two fucking hours That's long. That's when they ripped off. His uh, th- is the, the, okay, so this the guys in the I like I like by the way I like the part where Rebecca De Mornay shows up. She's like, oh, you're the man with the toupee. It looks you look better without <laughs> it. And yeah. he's got like these scars on his it's head. Like <laughs> ripped out of his skull. Dried glue and shit. Yeah. So. There's this party. People are grinded up on each other. People are just really making out. They're listening to, like, not music they would normally listen. It's, like, weird, like, funk music. Weird funk? Weird funk music. I looked, funk up, some of the, I looked up some of the artists. Funk and it was rock just like, or funk no. rock? I like funk rock. Funk rock. 
I looked up some of the artist names and it was like, no, it's like friends of the filmmakers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the it's the guy who does all the Robert Rodriguez music. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Like everything, it's awful. I think to, I wanted to I wanted to put out because I think this is a novel observ- observation that I want to have copywritten, but that uh, torture porn is the new metal of uh, movie genres. <laughs> it's just like yeah. when it was out, we knew it was bad when it was out, and of course it's bad now. This but is like, the Nickelback of it's the nickel. Yeah, exactly. It's just and a I'm nationwide sh- trauma response to 9/11. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. We we responded poorly, as I'm sure has been discussed many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, there's the douchebag party down below, and then, of course, the Yahoo's psychopaths in the car show up at the house. Everybody's down below. And they so think it's their house. They think it's their, it house. Was their house. It was their house. It was Rebecca yeah. de Mornay's house, and then she got like foreclosed on. But he lost his emergency cell phone, so she couldn't tell him that the house wasn't their house anymore. And he couldn't get a hold of. They were like, when they're when they're driving to the house, they're like, "Get mom, call mom on the phone." Well, we don't have the phone. They bust into this house because they know it as their old house, but it right. turns out that their mom got evicted or foreclosed, and they couldn't get a hold of her mm-hmm. because the emergency phone that. If you guys have an emergency phone, don't just lose it. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I lost That definitely it. seems to be Rebecca de Mornay's point as well. Yeah. <laughs> and they get there. They bust in with their bleeding brother. And one of the guys from downstairs hears <laughs> something and goes upstairs to check it out. Yeah. Before we get to that, there was the, st- the stuff in the movie that made me think that I was maybe going to like oh, it yeah. on kind of like a bad level. Is that the, the shitty... Um, Who's the what's the brother's name? Who's like the screamy, angry brother? Adelton. Adelton. It's like Adelton. Adley. Adley, Adley of course, because he's Adelt. Adelton. And uh, and he is constantly making like like late eighties, early nineties stand up comedy shtick type stuff. Yes. Oh, he is the he, absolute worst. He complains about yuppies. Like there's there's art on the walls, and he's like, I hate your fu- I hate your yuppie art. Fuck all yuppies. <laughs> he makes fun of disco, fucking disco. I hate disco. And then he's making, and then he makes fun of the guy's wig later on too. And he's just like, oh, he's like wearing it for a little bit. He's, he yeah. pulls off the wig, so he's making wig jokes, disco jokes. And then like at one point, he says, like, why don't they make the airplane out of the black box? Uh, like he's got oh. all of like the the shittiest Wait, sort what? of. No, that's just, it's just like he talks about going to the DMV yeah, at one point. Exactly. The line at the DMV. What's the deal with I mean, these airline on. peanuts? You always get that one stray, that one uh, grocery cart with the one bad wheel. <laughs> God damn it! Why can't they fix that wheel? But like, oh, but this guy is this, this, like this movie was written by a like fifty-seven-year-old guy or something. Like I know what's funny, and then there is one absolutely monumentally great line in the movie because Frank Grillo's name is of course Daniel so happy yes H- the family S- name is so happy H-A-P-I for oh the God, sole Mr. reason so of getting this one joke which they do again later on where like he's dragged Daniel so happy upstairs it's a <laughs> bunch of psychos torturing people that's the yeah. whole movie and he goes what's your name and he goes Daniel Daniel so happy you don't look so happy to me ah. <laughs> hello town jubilation committee I got something to report to you that's going to make you a lot less jubilant <laughs> tremendous and at one point, the uh, I think it's this crazy guy too. Jesus asshole Christ! What the fuck is going I like on? Oh, Jesus I wrote that. Asshole this is fruity Christ. pebbles in here, man. Fruity fucking pebbles. So stuff like that was happening. I was like, oh, I think I'll be able to make it through this movie. Yeah. And then the last like two thirds of it is just people being tortured and screaming. <laughs> in, <laughs> well, fun, in fun ways. Let's see. Here's okay. So 
that was the thing that was the thing that started to bug me. Like I thought it was funny when like they're pouring boiling water on a guy who's got <laughs> saran wrap on his head. Like that was funny. Well, they poured the boiling water in his ear canal. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. It's so but, fucked like, up. But like most of up. them most of them die by being accidentally shot by someone else who doesn't want who doesn't want to shoot them. Well, like yes. five or six people in this movie die because a person that likes them shoots them by uh, accident. Love it. It's so that's this movie terrible. loves when people make is there like the whole family is jokers. Yeah. Like they make people <laughs> they make people fight each other and kill each other. Yeah. For their lives, I did uh, like it when the ta- when the the toupee guy finally did get his head just blown apart Jesus by the shotgun. Oh, yeah. And there's like a funny a shot of the of the guy who who shot him is is like in the foreground. And there's just like his totally open head in the background, like out of focus yeah, behind him. Yeah, you got to give it points for restraint because they don't like fully show the blown. No, but head. it is you pretty totally gory. see it, but it's like blurry in the background. And yeah. It's totally gory. Don't get me wrong, but it's also like. I guess a less subtle director would have like zoomed in on it and be like, "Look at <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, fuckers!" I, I just thought that was funny. So basically, yeah. these guys are uh, the the brothers. They're all running away because they had robbed a bank. Yeah, botched robbery. And they don't have any of the money. There's another guy who had the money, mm-hmm. but they just need to get somewhere so they could get help for their brother. They get mom over there, and uh, Rebecca De Mornay is kind of like. And she shows up with the sister, so, Lydia. Yeah. Deborah and, Ann Wall from True Blood. And she's That's right. Rebecca DeMornay like comes down and at first you're like, Oh wait, like I mean, you know she's gonna be evil. But she sure. comes down and she's like, Why are you guys treating the owners of this house this way? Like, this is not our house anymore. This is their house and they're having a party. Like, I'm so sorry, you guys. Sit down, like sorry <laughs> yeah. about my you sons. They get a little crazy. But then there becomes the issue of the kids sending their mother money at this address. Yeah. And now that Rebecca Mornay knows, De Mornay knows that, she's like, where's the money? Mm-hmm. And no one will fess up uh, what the guy with the name that you say. Frank Daniel's Grillo. so happy. Frank Grillo. Yeah. He says he has no idea where the money is. His wife, which is the- Jamie King, Jamie the King. pregnant lady. Yeah. She doesn't know where the money is. They Liar. say there's no money. She's lying. She's she lying, got everybody killed. I yeah. did, that was a twist that I didn't see, you guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because of the him. because of him. the affair thing, I was like, she's stockpiling money to get her pregnant self away from her shitty husband. Oh. Yeah. So I was oh. like, she knows where nah, the money always is. Always five steps it, ahead. Because in the end, when it happens, she just goes like, "I did it to protect my baby," yeah. and you're like, uh, "Yeah." She so, so the whole time I'm like, like, she knows where the money is. Fund. I'm yeah. like, just give her the money. <laughs> Save all your friends' lives. And then she Yeah, does. your friends aren't just being like held captive. Like they're literally Actively pouring tortured. They're pouring boiling water down a guy's ear hole yeah. because he wasn't listening. Constantly threatening oh, to rape. That's like so fucked up. Yeah. The movie's about that. Also just like Oh, it's very rapey. It's, it's, which is like kind of what never, you get. It never with actually these happens, but it's the movie's always walking right it's up always to raping. Well, there is that whole plot line where the, the dying brother is like, I don't want to die a virgin. And then like they're like, well, you two guys fight to decide which one of your girlfriends gets to be raped by my son. That's With the weird ass like, 60s like, doo-woppy background song. Uh, all the ironic little song, like jokey song choices in this. And, yeah, it's just that's weird. A, that At one that point. Matt said happens, though. Yeah, you yeah. guys have to yeah. fight to the death to determine whose girlfriend gets to be raped by my son. That's yeah. the kind of movie also, we're talking about. Also, at one point, the, the older brother takes... Uh, the the 
fucking the lady that owns the house or whatever. Yeah. I don't know any of these people's names or their acting names. So I sorry. couldn't tell at least three of the women apart. And they go to the ATM because they have everyone's debit cards. And it's like, fine, if you're not going to give us the money that's hidden somewhere in this house, we're going to take every yeah, yeah. write down everyone's pins. We're going to get all the money. And they're at this ATM and there's these two girls, these two drunk girls behind them. And they're like, come on, like you're taking too long. Ugh. And then they notice he has a gun and then they he makes them like he's like, I'm going to shoot both of you unless one of you guys kills the other with this knife. So dumb. <laughs> Which is so fucked up because you wouldn't, no one would do that if you're trying to like get away with something or whatever. So it's just like, like just sadism get the money from the ATM and leave. And, but I well, was also evil. like, this is, now this is the director of Saw 2. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, let's go. And you don't think either of the girls is going to do it. And then the last minute, one girl just stabs her friend in yeah, the stomach. It seems it's like so the first one's up. going to do it. And, and then the other got, one's like, what? And then she puts anyways. it down. And then the other girl, and then he shoots her anyways, of course. So fucked up. Uh, and and so it's inter- an interesting, so like, um, game, at least, uh, like, structurally, they, they you got to admit they covered their bases in this because th- these people just are, are, are having their way with this whole town. Like, yeah. you can just do this kind of crime out in the open front of anything, but it's because everybody's locked away because they think tornadoes are coming. Yeah. So it's like, well, they, and they the storm never there. even looks that bad. No, I don't think really the tornado rainy. ever does touch down. They're constantly going, uh, the tornado, I like it because they say not a tornado, but the, the tornado, tornado is going to touch down. It could happen right here, any second. Get out of here. <laughs> they light that girl's head on fire. They light a girl's head on, and then and then put it out. <laughs> so fun. Just so you can get that uh, shot of that I, cool wound. I did like when she's, when she's threatening to light the girl's hair on fire so that Frank Grillo will tell her where the money is. And she does light the girl's hair on fire, and she goes, "No man will ever want you now." It's Marriage like, is geez. sacred. Tremendous. And then uh, at, at one point, because like at some part, pe- people are like are out outside of the house, like w- working with bad guys or or escaping them to kind of like get away. Yeah. And they run into this feckless uh, cop played by by Gre- Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Not the same Glenn Greenwald. But. No, no, it's it, it's just a guy who looks like Glenn oh. Greenwald. I actually looked it up because he looks exactly like Glenn Greenwald. Oh. Uh, asshole reporter. Uh, Extraordinary. Disgraced rep- uh, reporter Glenn yeah. Greenwald. But this guy looks just like him, and he is just terrible, terrible at his job. Uh, <sighs> he keeps He keeps on, like... He keeps popping up, doesn't he? one cop who won't blow away people. Yeah. Like, will you empty your clip into this psycho for one? For once, you you would be right to do it. No, no, everything above board for me, Glenn, Glenn Green, Glenn Greenwald, cop. I wish I wish I could have been amused by how funny this movie thought it was being. You know what I mean? I guess. I wish you were too. I wish you guys all had as much fun as I did. I mean, the movie clearly thinks it's funny, but it was too long, and at some point, it was like. All right. There were definitely parts that made me giggle, like the yeah. the the boiling water in the ear was funny. When the guy gets his head blown apart, that's that was funny. funny. I like after they kill the one girl, and they make Jamie King. They take her and like make her dump her in the dumpster, and they're just like struggling oh, yeah. with he's the like, body. He's like, grab her ankle. That, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. shit like that was funny, but it was like if this had been a tight ninety minutes, I'd probably be, and there was more Rebecca De Mornay. Oh yeah, this was a hundred and twelve minutes long. Yeah, it was too much. Very long. Um, and then they do that. They fucking. Okay, you guys, do nail guns work like that? In every movie, people nails? get, like, really hurt with nail guns from, like, far distances, but I didn't feel like they wouldn't work like that. I don't that. know. They, I mean, they have gunpowder charges. 
Some of them have gunpowder charges. They all have safeties on them, but like technically, supposedly yeah. you can like take the safety off. Mm-hmm. Like that, you have to push down to like. De- 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 yeah, you're supposed to actually have to push down to do that. But I don't know. There's unlikelier weapons. A, it was out a funny there. kill because they shoot him a bunch of times with the nail gun right in the face, and they're then they tip the TV like, over on him. Don't go very deep, so <laughs> yeah. you, you can get a bunch of nails. That's shot why he had like into not, his head. Not it's far not like enough to pierce your brain. Your brain. Yeah. It's not like Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah. Where you could just like shoot a guy in the chest once with a nail and he's dead. So yeah, <laughs> nailed them nailed both. Nailed them both. Uh, but there's both. With the nail gun. He took the safety off Riggs. Well, he had a conversation with the nail gun guy before, so you <laughs> know that the nail, nail gun, gun is there. Riggs. Clever nail gun, Riggs. <laughs> anyway, clever nail gun. Uh, but uh, yes. Yeah, so like at a certain point, these guys are in the house. They're looking for money. That's the plot of the thing. And yeah. and and really, the last half of it is just like a parade of miseries and tor- torments yeah. and tortures. Like and when the like, like the one the one guy he can't see or hear too good anymore because they poured boiling <laughs> water all over him. He can't hear or see accident. too good anymore. <laughs> this is the part where I rolled my eyes he gets, the hardest. He gets start. He's got a gun and he gets startled by his girlfriend and, and shoots, shoots her. her. Oh no! And yeah. then he's like, Oh no, man! Oh no! Oh, no, man! I rolled my eyes so hard at that. I was just like, fuck you. And then I checked the time, and there was like a half hour left. That's the kind of thing. I was just like, all right. I mean, I wish this was the end. Absolute agony. It just keeps going and going. It just keeps going. And then at the end, you know, uh, Jamie King gets away, and a couple of the other girls get away. Yeah. And she goes and then has her baby, and then (laughs) Rebecca DeMornay steals Steals her baby, baby. and that's the end of the movie. It ends with her going, (laughs) ah! Yeah. And then it says, Mother's Day. <clears throat> and then it cuts back to their like they're in a trailer or something. The, the kid they're in an RV. It's the Natural Born Killers ending. The Natural Born in the Killers RV. Or director's cut or yeah. original ending. And uh, the little uh, Lydia is still alive. Yeah. She's like, I got the baby. The gutshot guy is still, still alive. Old. Still gutshot. It's months later. He's like, ah, the baby looks good. Ah. <laughs> still gutshot. Lives, lives to a ripe old age. We need to have someone for me to have sex with. Wait till also, the baby grows up. At the end, the girlies work together, though. Like, the one girl and the the girl that her husband was having the affair with end up being the ones that, like, kind of take control, which I was like, good for her, you know? I liked the part where Frank Grillo and the lady, the black lady who ends up getting killed by her boyfriend are, like, outside the house. Who got no story, by the way. Yeah, we don't know anything about her. They didn't develop her character (laughs) at all. They're, like, they're outside the house, and she's like, we have to leave. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving our friends. And she's like, you should, because we hate them, and also, who cares? (laughs) And then they're like, okay, well, we'll go back into the house, and they both get killed. (sighs) How does Frank Grillo get killed? I forget. Frank Grillo. How does he die? Uh, I I don't know, but I I don't remember. I I did write Grillo Killo. Oh, love that. Grillo pad. I can't. I mean, I can't tell. It's just a bunch of people getting tortured and killed off at a certain point. I honestly like, don't remember who. I mean, I couldn't tell. Like the three girls that make it out of the movie, like Jamie King and like her two friends or two of the other women. I guess I don't remember who they were. One is a girl no. with long brown hair that was the ch- the cheating lady. Okay. And then a main girl, and then Someone slutty else? girl. Slutty girl, maybe. I don't know. The lot, I couldn't tell most of the other supporting cast And just cast so everyone knows, apart. I'm doing the air quotes when I say slutty because I don't like that word. Okay. But from the, you know the filmmakers. Put but uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I mean, it's just, as as established, not my thing. Like, I'm just, it's just immediately tedious and then and then it's, uh, like, I I had to do two of the, the greatest challenges of this pod, of my podcasting you're so, you're career. You're such an American hero, Travis. I might be the greatest man who ever lived. 
I mean, not, I'm not quite Gandhi. Somewhere between Jesus and Gandhi. I Somewhere would say. between Jesus and Handsome Squidward. That's absolutely. I'm definitely as handsome <laughs> as that guy. And I should <laughs> shut that up. Guy. Um, but I had to. I also had to read Heat Two uh, for the for the Patreon. I podcast. heard you read it all the way. And I didn't. I didn't. This is not, I don't. I don't hate it as much as this. But like, imagine having to read a 500 page book that you don't like very much. I mean, it's uh, not great. That doesn't sound fun. And this was like the movie. Because you can't version just like let it go. No, like, I had to finish that. Well, I. Thought I mean, about like, it. you have to actively read it. You can't just put it on a screen. So I it's thought like about lying harder. about it and <laughs> finishing oh, reading the whole thing, but in the end, I finished it. I can't I'm tell you how many you. times I've thought about just like not watching the movie and going like I didn't watch this one. You guys do it. There was no I mean, Wikipedia entry mad. for Heat 2 so I couldn't like look up the plot and There's like no get spark, the ending. Sparks notes or whatever they're no, called. There's no nothing. I was like you motherfucker. Sparks notes. <laughs> uh, and this was this felt it was also I mean I thought Heat 2 was fine. I just wouldn't have chosen to read it but I actively hated this movie and then it's two hours long <laughs> so it was just yeah. Uh, God, it was rough. God damn it! But uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm on Emily's side here because if I was into this sort of stuff, I would have thought this was really funny. If I didn't hate this genre, this would probably be a fine example. It's yeah. like not it's not poorly made. It's doing everything that's trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. Rebecca De Mornay is good in it. Yeah, I mean, she's she's terrific in it. She's really funny. All of her line readings are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like, you know, being a huge fan of Hand That Rocks the Cradle and of her in general. I was just like, man, can we get like any more of her in this movie? Because there's whole chunks of it where she's just not present. And at the end, I came to resent. Uh, I mean, she was the best part of the movie, but in the end, I came to resent it for basically wasting for for yeah, her kinda, just for yeah. like uh, one of my favorite actresses just being in this. Although movie. I did enjoy that they're just like wailing on each other with like boards and chairs and stuff at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there's one. There's one fight. fun part um, where Jamie King like clobbers. Um, Rebecca De Mornay with like a stool or something like yeah. that. It clobbers her right into a shower. Yeah. <laughs> and and it was like it was well done. It looked looked really cool. And then you're also like, that would the way that that looked, yeah. That caved a person's head in. But of course you know that she's gonna pop right up and like have no yeah, yeah. not even have any blood on right, her or right. something like that. Is that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just like constant torture and violence and screaming and and blood and puke and whatever the fuck. It, it did start on. to get monotonous for me. It's mm. it's just like it's just like a what person. What were your favorite parts? For me, it's just a person po- like poking me for. What were your favorite parts? My favorite parts, yeah, definitely boil water in the ear canal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked the the ATM, the drunk ATM girls. Loved the super glued toupee. Um, uh, holy shit! They light the girl on fucking fire. Yep, love that part. In a little while. <laughs> I love that being a mother is Rebecca De Mornay's biggest strength and also her biggest weakness. Oh, yeah, her Achilles heel. Yeah. Yeah, it ends up being mothers versus mothers at the end of it, mm-hmm. too. Who can be the Themes. more? Themes, you guys. Who can be the mm-hmm. baddest mother? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, she also is the baddest mother. Oh, I also wanted to point out absolutely perfectly, at least for, from my perspective, is that uh, it's it, go, it says, you know, J.B. King going, ah! My baby's been stolen. Mother's Day, and then you get that shot of them like, <laughs> "I'm gonna raise you. I'm gonna raise this baby to be a fucking psycho like all my other kids." And then it rolls credits, and it says, "Produced by Brett Ratner." Yeah, I was like, "Perfect, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent perfect." Going out strong, Brett Ratner. Yeah, uh, you want to like get some of these? Any more lines? Up, you got any lines, this? Yeah. Uh, this is, I thought that this line really summed up the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is just perfect. 
This might also be You're like, a it's Limp Mother's Biscuit Day. Line. I think this. <laughs> hey, sum- it's Mother's Day. <laughs> I think this sums up the movie perfectly, and it probably is in a Limp Biscuit song. But like, it's that psycho guy is on the rampage. No, no, I Adley? think it's actually the leader guy who's also a psycho. But they're he goes, all psychos. He's chasing after Jamie King. He goes, "Ollie, Ollie, oxy, oxen free, you stupid bitch." Yeah, oh there's God. a lot of that kind of talk in this. It's <laughs> like it's like Freddy Krueger threats. It's like I'm gonna kill you, you stupid Absolutely. bitch. I love the Jesus asshole Christ one. That was funny. That was great. <laughs> This is uh, this is Rebecca De Mornay really trying to be mean to Jamie King talking about because we find out that Jamie King lost a lost a baby mm-hmm. and that's why her and Frank Frank Grillo were so like all fucked up at the beginning. <laughs> I don't think anybody gets that Who except me. Who is Frank me. Grillo? He's, what is he's this? He's making a joke based on the Jerky Boys, which had a character called Frank Rizzo. What's the Jerky Boys? Oh God, it's, it's, it's not totally important. not worth explaining. It's not <sighs> people that know will know, and if people, d- people who that don't know, know, know it yeah. does not matter. It, I O I K I Yeah, but let's just say in our generation it was a big deal. They our, called me Rubberneck and Liverneck. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Frank. Frank, Frank Rizzo. Uh, anyway. This is Rebecca de Mornay. Uh, she's like talking about it, her dead baby. She's like, what he must have looked like in his little coffin. Ooh, <laughs> nasty. This is also this this the psycho, uh, what did we say, say his name was? Adley. Adley. I've been put on pussy patrol. Jeez. <laughs> Whoever pops my brother's cherry. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this I thought, this I laughed out loud at. Um, not because it's a great line, but because it symbolized where I was in this movie, because it was already at, at the <laughs> point where I was palace? suffering through this, and Rebecca de Mornay is talking to Frank Grill. <laughs> or somebody. Shut maybe, up. Maybe Jimmy King. Shut up. <laughs> there it is. That was real. Uh, Stop it right now. But she goes... Um, You've done a great job so far. We're almost halfway there. <laughs> and it was <laughs> And it was the, the movie, movie and you're like, ah. And I was like, okay, okay, thank you, Rebecca. Um, there's one point where uh, Rebecca de Mornay, they like choose the girl to go uh, have sex with her dying son. And then her daughter is like, Mama, I thought you always said it's a woman's choice. And then Rebecca de Mornay goes, it is a woman's choice. Mine. <laughs> Which was like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> This I thought was funny. <laughs> Adley, this is a conversation that she has with Adley because she's also kind of trying to like turn her kids against each she other. She knows too. Adley's a piece of shit, very Machiavellian. But she goes, "Do you remember what I used to? T- <laughs> Do you remember what I used to tell you about like how to treat people or whatever?" And he goes, "Yeah, mom, you said bark loud and show him who's boss." And she goes, "No, I said don't bark and wait." And then bite. It's like Adley got that shit so he wrong. He got that really wrong. He was dead wrong. He messed it's that also up. interesting because she she alludes to the fact that she like taught them some sort of like values and manners. Like she gets really mad. I feel like she gets mad at one of them for like hitting a girl or something at the beginning of it yeah. before anything happened. And then later, she's facilitating you know, when she's, a rape. Yeah, and when she's talking to her daughter, and her daughter's like, "You always said that it, it should be the woman's choice." It's like. So she was like teaching her about like consent and like being an empowered woman while also like keeping her captive and like manipulating her. So it just kind of goes to show the like depth of her yeah. manipulation, her evil yeah. spirit. One other thing that we forgot to point out is that at one point a lady tries to escape. Her name is Melissa, and she gets shot in the fucking face. Oh, Melissa! Goo blasted everywhere, and then and then she gets thrown in a dumpster. a dumpster. She lives. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. I forgot she about lives. that. So She's we get random flash. We get random flashes to this hospital where they're like doing surgery. Yeah, on they're her pulling face. gunk out of her, like the hole in her face. I don't like remember that. that at and all. she like writes like information on a poster board and shit like that. Wow, it was mama. So, <laughs> so it's a, that that lady is I built like a that. brick shit house. Let me tell you. So that. it must have been Hervitz there at the end when she has the baby. 
I guess, maybe. I don't know. She's fine. She got shot in the She's fucking okay. face. She's fine. She's okay. She's okay, folks. She's okay, folks. She's going to be fine. <laughs> She's like that kid in the <laughs> Mother's Boys who got stabbed in the chest. <laughs> like, I'm fine, guys. Don't Ow. Worry. I'll walk it up. A lot of generational trauma in these movies. Sure. Oh, I mean, that's the idea of bad mothers. Yeah. Um, ratings. Let me give this two Juds. I, I wish I could go higher. I admire Emily's commitment to it. But I was, I was, I found it very tedious. Um, I wish I thought it was funny, as funny as it thinks it is. Um, I fucking hate this. I'm gonna give it like two and a half Douglases too. Oh well, for yeah, the horny party, but mm-hmm. also just like the general sleaze level involved here was pretty gnarly. That stuff where like you you have to fuck, yeah, fight, fuck yeah. my weird gutshot son. Not very cool. Nasty. Um, and I'm <laughs> fuck my I'm gutshot gonna, son. I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give it 10 out of 10, out of 10 boiled ears. <laughs> Ow, that would hurt so bad. It's all in your brain yeah. then? Ugh. It fucks him up. He shoots his own wife because of it. <laughs> Straight <laughs> he, up. He can't so hear her so good no more. <laughs> uh, Yikes. I'll take, I'll take this gun. Thank you. Uh, Oh, God. Uh, So, like I said, I'm going to break it up into two ratings because I do believe that you need to judge a movie based on, like, what it's trying to do and what it's, uh, how how it's, this is the movie, I believe this is the movie they were trying to make. I don't agree with you giving it two ratings. I agree with me giving it two ratings. And you can do whatever you want, but I just needed to let everyone know. No, no, no. This is this is a, a, a thing I that I really one feel like because I think that this is a, probably a perfectly fine example of the kind of thing that it is. It's not like it's poorly made. Yeah, it's it's doing everything that it's trying to do. I just don't I just don't like this sort of thing. So I would give it like two and a half, three stars as a if you like this sort of thing, check it out. I'm sure this is a good version of this sort of thing. But for me, zero. I hate this shit. Yeah, I despise this so kind zero. of movie, and I'm, I'm glad that they're, they're not making them as much now. <laughs> uh. Everybody, everybody, get therapy. <laughs> yeah, that's this episode. I don't know. Uh, if you uh, have a good mom, then just be grateful for your nice mom. Yeah, exactly. Recognize your mom privilege. <laughs> if you weren't uh, stolen from a nursery and raised to be a psycho soldier by a lunatic, then just thank be, thank God every day. I want to watch one of these movies where all the psycho children are girls. Mm. That would be cool. <clears throat> Mother's uh, Day too. Yeah, it could happen. Mother's Day too. It could happen. It's it could the happen. girls. It's <laughs> Mother's the girls. Day too. It's the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag, Hashtag girl boss. boss indeed. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half. How many? Did you give I it give two, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, Douglas. Yeah, Douglas. I mean, you don't see much, but I mean, as as we described, it's nasty. It's nasty Yucky. shit. And uh, I'm gonna give it one seventy-six-year-old man with still with an active gut wound. <laughs> He's still out oh, there. Oh, this gut wound is driving He's me crazy. He's okay, folks. I'm collecting a pension. He's okay. <laughs> I live in a little house by a lake. Then nobody's patched up my gut wound. <laughs> oh. ah. Bobcat Goldthwait now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You're All up. right. You guys know Give it. Give it to us straight. I'm giving this three Juds. Mm. Only three? Yeah, I wasn't obsessed. Oh, I with thought it. you were going to give it three and a half. Mm, I you were no. give it five. I would have. I probably would have given it three and a half if it was a little bit shorter and the end didn't get so messy to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, messy in a good way should have been. <laughs> Giving it two Douglases for all the kind of rapey stuff that is alluded to, and then the the having to get someone to have sex with a 
gut wound guy. And then I'm giving it 10 out of 10 super glued sewn in toupees. Oh, nice one. Yeah. That was good. No, I had to do it. Good call. I had to do it to him. Do we, do we think the worst mother is Rebecca De Mornay out of these three moms? Absolutely. But yep. is she really doing anything or is she just working behind the scenes? Mm, she does like she's, that chick on she's fire. She's not even their moms. Mm. She stole the babies initially. I think that she is objectively the worst criminal in all of Jamie Lee Curtis is literally Jamie those kids' mom. And, I, I, and I think that is incidental to the question. Hmm. Hmm. I don't I know think if it is. <sighs> but yes, Rebecca DeMornay, yeah. she's really she's bad. She's the worst she's one. Really she's also the best performance I don't know. Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange was great, but I just love Rebecca DeMornay so much. I know. I I feel like Jessica Lange was the best performance, but you guys like Rebecca DeMornay more than I do. Morning. When we were still recording this podcast in the in the uh, apartment that I had in Ballard, I had a little framed portrait of Rebecca DeMornay. That's cute. She was one of our patrons. Where is it now? I think I got it somewhere. Dig it up. Maybe we can put it up in here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think you should. Anyway, it's great. I wish we she did was it. better stuff. We did it. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, if so you have a nice mom. mom, hug them. If you have a shitty mom, you you rule. Just cops. get over it. Get over it. <laughs> get over it, people. Or go to therapy. Right or just now. Uh, recognize the people in your life that, that can be Spark a joy. nice mom figure. Will you be yeah. my mom? Yeah. Tell me you're, tell, tell me you're, tell my, me mom. you're my mom. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say you're my mom. Are you my mom? And you say yes. <laughs> Are you my mom? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, honey. honey. Yes, honey. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> what do we got up next? Well, we got a Very really special exciting. one next. We got a it really a special one. one next. We're going to have a guest for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Since almost a year ago when, when Mr. Will Goss was with us. Jesus uh, Christ. But we're going to have a returning guest this time. Returning the one champion. and only Vern. Yep, Vern. And we're going to do a special Seagal episode. I'm excited. We're going to do three. Now, Vern, we, we asked Vern, because originally the idea was that you wanted to do Travis the Glimmer Man when we did the Buddy Cop ones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we could do the Glimmer Man, or we could save the Glimmer Man and get Vern to come on and do one. So I told him when he said he would do it for it, when he would come on the show with us, I said, just pick the Glimmer Man, and the other two are completely up to you. And so, so he picked he the picked the, the Glimmer Man is the basis, and then he picked Hard to Kill and Belly of the Beast. I've never even heard of Belly of the Beast. Do we have a title for this yet? Not yet. Mm, Then stay tuned, you guys. This is going to be great. This is this guy's wheelhouse. He wrote a freaking book book about it. it. He literally wrote a book on it. Internationally famous. Internationally famous for his his expertise on Steven Seagal. He's going to be educating us. So tell all your friends, spread the word. Yeah. I want to get 10,000 listens for this episode. Yeah, let's get 10,000 listens. But that'll be out uh, in a couple of weeks. And yeah. if you don't already, you should follow us on uh, be a be a Patreon member on our Patreon be page because it's under five dollars and you get literally like you one Travis million hating, extra episodes. Reading Heat Two, we got <laughs> yeah, Travis. Look forward to that. His his thoughts on Heat Two. Kevin still lives over there. We a lot of old cool episodes and new episodes. Did you know coming that Kevin out. is just Chat GPT? No, he's AI. Yeah, he's, he's AI. transferred no, no, his consciousness to Break, AI. Breaking my heart. Yeah. So tell your friends, join our Patreon. Also, I also wanted to point out, not for nothing, that if you don't have time to listen to the Patreon episodes, if you just want to support this podcast, if you listen to it, you, you can sign up for the Patreon. That. That's a way to give us a little something. We're all poor people. Oh, God, uh, we, yeah. would, we would love your, your... We'd love your support. Your alms. Yeah. Patreon? It would be nice. As a thing, rules, too. If, Patreon you know, rules. Go out and support your, your favorite independent artists and creators... Especially um, if it's really us. important. Yeah. Until then, 
Suspense is totally killing us. It's totally killing me. It's it's pouring boiling hot water down my ear canal. <laughs> the suspense is steaming my vagina. <laughs> I fucking hate yuppies. Bye. Bye. Can you keep them in the dark for a while? Can you hide?